Yo, 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 once again, this is We Just Some Nessels Podcast. I'm Mo. I'm Mike. You got my boy JT with us. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, my nigga? You doing good? <laughs> Appreciate y'all having me. What's up with you? What's up? Got my dog Drew Money on the boards. Ah, ah, ah. How y'all feeling? Feeling good. good feeling man. good. Good, man. How y'all feeling, man? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Nice and crisp outside. So you know what that means. We're about to cross. Well, hold on. I see a few more 80 degree days throughout the week, so maybe we ain't completely crossing over yet. But you know, other than that, we good, man. Mo, how you doing out there in DC, man? It's cool, man. Kind of under the weather. That weather change, you know how that go. Other than that, I'm kind of good though. I'm good. Alright, that's what's up, man. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. But JT, what's up with you, man? What's 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 going on new with you, man? Not much, man. Finally getting ready to set up shop in Atlanta. Uh, officially, I'll be man. living in Atlanta, so that's finally a good thing. That's what's up. Been living a nomadic life for a while, so <laughs> chase, chase, chasing something, you know what I'm saying? But now that I got it accomplished, I can go ahead and put my foundation down. So we're going to set up shop in Sandy Springs for okay. sure, for sure. So since the last time you've been here, what new things you've been um doing as far as like media or business or anything like that? Uh, we since recently just assigned to Guild Talent Agency. Uh, three beautiful black sisters out of Chicago and Atlanta. Uh, they just in deep in the acting and entertainment game overall. Uh, Angelo just signed with them. Uh, Fashion Week is Fashion Week just got read up with Paul Mitchell. Um, so we we went down to Miami because we were trying to get it done in Miami. Uh, but negotiations are negotiations, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, we may try to do it in September. But uh, we wind up getting the deal done and doing it again in Atlanta with Paul Mitchell again. September 21? September, uh, no, sept- we're going to do February with Paul Mitchell, February 2021. But September down in Miami. Okay. Um, and who knows who will be a part of that time. Right who, now. Who's uh, Paul Mitchell exactly? Paul Mitchell Cosmetology School. It's like the, okay. the largest cosmetology school on earth, actually. And they're out of the country as well. So they're international and they're here in America. Um. We got some Halloween things coming up. We shot a movie, two movies. Uh, Average, which is like yeah, a, I see you be posting about that. Yeah, Average mm-hmm. is a thriller. We're gonna drop it on. You Halloween. directing that, right? I wrote it and directed it, and I acted in it too. I'm in it, and then uh, starring uh, starring the bro Angelo, uh, and then Chantal, Maurice, and then my man Sam Umo. Chantal actually went to Sean, uh, went to Charleston Southern with us. Okay. Shout out to DST, she a Delta, she real good people. Uh, so she, you know, she's still a roller with us as well. So average coming out, and then next weekend we shoot Active Kindness. Uh, that's our next movie called Active Kindness, starring and Zinga Imani. Uh, she's a model, but she's a plus size model, a beautiful plus size model who holds mm-hmm. it down for the beautiful plus size women. Um, I said model first, then plus size, because I like to recognize them as what they are. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'll try to separate them, but. Uh, yeah, it's messed up some good stuff going on, man. And then hopefully we get some shit kicking with the We Are Just the Messages podcast and do work media. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's get rocking and rolling around here as well. Because uh, I've known all you cats for a while, and it's only stupid I keep coming here and <laughs> telling y'all what's happening. I know y'all boys know how to shake. Talk to Mike. You know how we shake around here. So we've done all this before. So hoping to help everybody go on to another level. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I, I saw hope, I, I saw hope. you had uh, post uh, Cuba was like on a TV show or something. Yeah, they de, de Noche con Roche. Uh, shout out to my man Jonas Jonas Roche, uh, Mr. Tony Cortez, the owner of Cachita Universal Studios, and Mr. Chris Diaz. Uh, he plays Detective Vinny Velasquez on uh, 
the ATL Homicide Show that Angelo played. Mm-hmm. Part that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Angelo went down there and did his uh, it's their version of like SNL. The guy likes Johnny Carson. Gives you that feeling from the Latino community. Mm-hmm. A beautiful set of people too, bro. They treated us like family down there. Took us on a tour of the whole building. I mean, it's just nuts to see it. You know, what I mean, it used to be the Telemundo building, so okay. they took over, and now it's Kachita Universal Studios. And I mean, this guy, Tony's like a four-time Emmy Award winner. You know what I mean? Type guy. So you just be surprised the energy these people give you. It's like humble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They like real chill, but they like welcoming. Gotcha. I'm like, oh, yeah. And you know, I'm a brother in that. So, but the Cubans and the brothers cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They like the sauce. They like the dress and shit. You know what I mean? You look at them. They like the chains. If they like it, they like that shit. They like to the fight. They like all that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So they good people. They beautiful people, man. So Miami was dope. Uh, Angelo crushed the show. Uh, the BTS shit we put out. We did Sirius XM Radio the next morning. Uh, just some really good shit going on. Zola's getting ready to come out. I don't know if y'all even remember the Twitter story from 2015. No. Uh, uh-uh. But a wild Twitter story happened. This girl, Zola, went down to Miami. Like some strippers or something went down. And they turned into a movie. A24 turned into a movie. And Angelo's in that movie, too. Okay, and that one's coming to theater. That'd be the first time we come to theaters. So we had it was originally supposed to happen before COVID took place. So after we had finished Fashion Week, we were trying to gear up for the summer because uh-huh. we thought it was coming June, July. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember me hitting you. I was like, "Yo, we go come to Charleston. I'm gonna try to bring Bro down. Like, let's yeah, set the, yeah, 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 exactly. I was getting ready to bring that energy around everywhere, but COVID took place and niggas took the L. So. The good thing is they didn't drop it, you know, virtually. They still are trying to bring it to a theater because it needs theater energy. You know what I mean? It's right. a Twitter story. It needs to come out in theaters for sure. For sure. Gotcha. So. You say A24 did that movie? Yeah, A24. A24 is dope. They got a lot, of, a lot of dope films out. Yep, 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 yep. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. And if you come to Atlanta, you'll see bro on the side of the bus. <laughs> on the side of a bus. <laughs> we did a shout out to my man Miles and Georgia Hollywood Review TV. Uh, we met this dude at like a cigar bar and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was chilling, but it, it wound up working out. He cut a deal. We actually cut a deal with PFS. We shot, uh, we did Sundance with him. I don't know if y'all remember, I went to Utah. But we went up to Sundance and Miles showed a lot of love. He came back, he's like, yo, I like you guys' energy. Let's move this thing forward this way. Gotcha. Next thing I know, this nigga's on the side of the bus and all types of shit. <laughs> so, so <laughs> God is real. You feel me? Because I grew up with y'all niggas, so. This ain't no cap or no mystery in here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I was doing it when I was young, so mm-hmm. this shit worked. That's all I got for you, you know what I mean? That's all I want y'all to know. This shit works. Yeah, that's good, man. That's that's good. Good. You still got to is, is another season of uh, ATL Homicide coming? Yes, sir. February, we believe. So it'll be like what? Season three, four? Season three. Season three? Okay. Yeah, season three. But it's some. Yeah, we. And that's yeah, on <laughs> which, which network is that? TV on? One. TV, TV One. TV One, yeah. yeah. TV One's TV One's number one show. Once the pandemic hit, then I think they got Unsung moved up there. But mm-hmm. Angela, I think that show comes on in like Australia, like New Zealand, shit like that. You know what I mean? South Africa, show coming on everywhere. So you're trying to real good. move and shake with that type of energy, you know what I mean? And just so niggas know, like that's why ratings and all those things are important. Like know what your numbers are. Even wherever you got to get it from, get the number because that number holds weight. They can't deny that number. You know? I don't give a fuck if I'm 147th on the list. That's in America. 
147 in America on TV on Mondays. Fuck whatever you feel. That's worth something. Maybe not as much to you. But I know how to go get there and figure it yeah. out where that's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody play ball. You just got to be able to deal with the people in the world that talk shit about you. You know, ETC, you got to be able to deal with that part. But luckily, I'm old enough and dealing with it long enough that uh, it just rolls off me now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So were there any... Uh was there any positives that you took away from the pandemic being that it affected like some of the business moves you may have had? Was there like anything that you took from it that might have been positive that you sat back and you was like, okay, maybe, you know, I benefit this part of it, I benefited from it because the pandemic had, because you know, the pandemic have you so life still got to keep going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So is there anything that you could look at during, you know, we 10 months in now that you could look back or even currently is kind of like, you know, maybe it was a blessing in disguise? Uh, aside from people that passed away, the pandemic's been a hundred percent blessing. Uh, I had to sit down. It made everybody slow down. If anything, it reminded folks that your grandparents and your mothers were right. Like the world is exactly what the world is. Like there really aren't any rules out here because as soon as the pandemic hit, they showed you that they could break every rule in the fucking country. As soon as it hit, you saw it. And it was niggas like me who, and I, I'll take a shot at myself. Uh, when I used to work out here, uh, I used to work at Champs. And I remember when the 50% discount first came out. And shout out to Fred. I came back and his brother was, I guess they all still work, work, was working at Champs, mm -hmm. telling the story about, yo, you, what you do with the 50% discount? And I used to say, my nigga, this is the same thing they do to us. They make us work eight hours. Then they give us this 50% discount to go run and sell to a couple of our family. I'm like, no, I'm finna hustle this up. First off, I don't never, I don't plan on working for champs the rest of my life. Maybe you niggas do, mm -hmm. but me, yes, I'm maybe young telling y'all that, and that may sting a little bit because I'm a young nigga saying this. Mm -hmm. That don't make it no less true though, my nigga. Mm -hmm. So I don't plan on being forever. So I'm not finna go sell no drugs because I'm gonna get locked up. But if I legally play the game like they do to me, mm -hmm. then I understand. So yeah, I ran it up on champs. I'd run it up on Foot Locker. I'd run it up on all of them because mm -hmm. it's corporate thugging. The same thing these niggas is doing to me, I was the employee to understand that and do it to them. So what I, right. I used to do the same thing. Absolutely. So so what I so what so so why niggas was trying to pump it? They just was. Mm -hmm. I wore it different. Mm -hmm. I wore it like yes, I'm doing it because I'm not stealing from anyone. I ain't taking from none of you niggas. And if you think I'm taking from champs because you own something, wait till you break a rule so they can fire your ass, mm -hmm. and you'll find out that this ain't your shit either. But when it was when it was us, like to, to answer your question, yeah, it made me sit down. So it made you secure your foundation, like your parents tell you to. Make sure you got somewhere solid to go to. Make sure your lady's straight. Make sure your bases are good. So anything you build on top of is actually of some value. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Business slowed down, but it didn't. It allowed me to deepen the relationships that I already had. And the, the pandemic hit after I had just completed a fashion week. Yeah, I remember you. Were so that's that. it was. Uh -huh. I'm the last thing on your mind. I'm the last thing that struck before it went down. No, I, this is beautiful. There was nothing else to get in, in, in the way of me. There was nothing else, you know what I mean? God blessed them, like in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I had, my sister had COVID. Mom experienced it, I, you know what I'm saying? Like I had people close to me experience it. So it ain't, oh well, it's not that energy. It's just, nah, when you get a chance to sit down and focus, I'm sure all y'all probably came, you know what I'm saying? When niggas think about it, mm -hmm. them checks help, miss me, miss me. I'm not too proud for none of that shit. Them checks looked out. If niggas knew what they was doing, especially if you had saved, them checks was putting money on top of money. Hell yeah, them checks. Shout out to, I ain't gonna do that far, but them checks came through. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> I ain't gonna go that hard, but the checks helped out. If you know what you're doing in life, them checks helped out. Them checks help fix credit scores. Them help. Them checks help pay bad debt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you know what you're doing. Now, if you was buying sneakers trust and hitting me, Gucci, trust cool. Me, trust me, bro. I, I got, I got the same sentiments, man. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, fucking exactly, dog. So I think it was beautiful, and I think that it made a lot of my relationships with my partners deeper. You hit your boys up more because you post to, because that's really the only thing that matters is how niggas is doing for real, like how your family doing, how your kids doing, like that's what really matter. Rest mm-hmm. of this shit's fun and gun, for real, for real. We just chucking and jiving. But if people ain't good, you ain't gonna have a good day. If you ain't good, you ain't gonna have a good day. You ain't gonna be able to be good at work or none of that shit. So remembering that, you know what I'm saying, when you hanging out with your niggas or you building businesses or whatever, what it's about, that's why I still roll with Cuba. That's why I'm still rocking with y'all. I know y'all. Mm-hmm. Energy has always been the same when I've been around. So if that's the case, and it's been years on years, then I'm the dumb nigga if I was to act in any other way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People got to act on that. With their kids, their family, parents is home learning with their children again. That's not, that shit ain't bad. And y'all find out they don't need y'all ass behind them desks in them cubicles. You see what I'm saying? They fucking y'all up, but you know you gotta see it. You done seen it now. Uh-huh. So when you go back to work and shit goes quote unquote back to normal, let your nuts hang. Let your nuts hang on them folk. Hold up, cause such and such hiring down the street and they let me stay at the crib. So <laughs> I don't really know. Like I'm doing the work game, but put them against each other. Put them got put Target and Amazon, whoever you working with, make the motherfuckers battle. It's your time, it's your life, man. That's what I learned. Especially if you survive this shit. Yeah. If we beat this and make it into whenever it ends, if we survive this, dog, yeah, it's I had a to get put thing. in quarantine a couple times, but I didn't have it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, outside of that, I can say the same thing. It helped you realize, make some relationships better. Yeah. Um. You know, of course, saving wise, I've always been the type of person to save, but I was able to save a lot more. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was kind of. A blessing in disguise, I can say too. You know, outside of people that we lost, absolutely. Um, you know, I had a few family members who had it. Yep. I, you know, I spoke about it on the podcast before. My uncle, he was in the hospital for more than a month with it. And, you know, he came out of that. He came out on top. Yeah, he came out on top. So, for sure. yeah, he was down. He was pretty down bad. He was on, uh, you know, the ventilator for like more than a month actually. So, yeah, man, this shit is serious out here, man. This shit is serious. Um, it helped me do a lot of self-reflecting too. Uh, I think I grew a lot more this year as a person. I think at all my years, I think 2020, I probably grew the most personally. Um, I still got a lot more growing to do. Uh, you know, a lot of self-reflection, stuff like that. You know, it's only up from here. So I can say I was able to sit back a lot more than I normally do. Y'all know I'm a <laughs> laid-back type nigga anyway, but I was able to do a lot of self-reflection and really balance out Get a get a get a real good balance in my life because you know everything is about balance. Sure. So, sure. you know, that ain't bad. Balance yeah, man. is good, man. What that you looking good. forward to the most, like with PFS and everything in twenty twenty one? Like, what what are you looking forward to, like that you know for sure that you know what, I'm gonna knock this shit out the park or shit, you know I'm gonna kill this shit. Honestly, Mike, man, I done learned that. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta keep living for real. I don't even like. It could be anything. It don't even gotta be business. Like I mean, but oh, oh, I think I look at blossoming of my family. I think the blossoming of my family as a whole. I think the PFS is. I did it already. 
So I don't got to ride around with the cape. You know what I mean? I did it. It happened. It's in you all. It's in your face. <laughs> Anybody that don't think it happened, you'll keep seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you live in who you are, like if you're actually living it, then that's not like an accomplishment. You know what I mean? I'm a, I am literally who I said I was. So mm-hmm. I want more for my like my people, wifey, my daughters, you know what I'm saying, my nephew. And like my nephew is the one that's into the music. So all right. I know how to make it all crack, so we gonna do this now. But it's more about letting them see that, yo, it's possible. That's what it was about when I was young. Like, my mom would always remind me, it's possible. And if you think for the second that it's not, and that's why I despise people, I really had a hatred towards people who would say that you couldn't do something. I mean, I would walk around hating you. Like, I was just telling my, telling my dog Rio, right now to this day, it's not a hatred, but I despise my college basketball coach. Because of the information you're giving, first off, you're older than us, but what you're telling us is trying to stop us, and we're young men, and you're a white dude coaching us, and you, and we young black dudes, and you turning all pro junior college players into corner shooters and defenders to slide their feet when niggas is magical on the court, mm-hmm. but you telling them that he can't do something. It don't work in that. Like that don't ever work in sports. I've never seen that. You know what I'm saying? You tearing people down. So. I ain't, I'm not just, I'm just not a fan of it. I think if somebody want to try something, let them try it. But when you kids, it's funny. You poking and joking that shit. Mm-hmm. But that shit fucks certain people up. You know what I mean? Certain people channel it and makes them go kill themselves. Certain people channel it and they turn into the biggest, richest motherfucker on the earth. And then you figure out why they hate the world. You know what I mean? Because the whole time, people tell them that they couldn't. They couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just want my people to see that they can my, the immediate people around me And then if it happens to rub off on some other people I've learned that I don't need it to anymore mm-hmm. I used to want it to I used to want everybody Man, Take this information If you go to my website PrettyFlySociety.com It costs me to talk to you now mm-hmm. Just so motherfuckers know no, I know what I'm doing and I built it So if you don't respect my mind, cool I'll give you the bullshit everybody else give you It looks good, I like it If you want the Shit, real information everybody else, everybody else <laughs> Exactly to talk. Yeah. You want to holler at me for real But I did it It ain't that I've done it yeah. So I'm telling you I know how to do it so that's more so where it's at. And if you ain't going to research and see what we've done, then yes, call me whatever you want to. But if you want to move your shit forward, then look into what a nigga's done, and you'll know, okay, this shit rocking for real. So that's finished. So I need wifey to see that. So if she goes and pursues herself, guess what will happen? She won't be a hindrance or a bother to me. That's a fact, because she's doing something. If my daughter see it, they won't depend on no young nigga who's talking about taking them on some trip somewhere, because pops done took them everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just so that all that young man, you need to find out what that young man can bring to you. The only way to be able to do that is to show it to your children. Talk to your children. You know what I mean? About it. So I, that's what I really want this part of the year. We'll be back and forth between Cali. A lot of shit will be happening, but I don't really care about that because if I could pass away, that shit may, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're really leaving a legacy, if you already made it happen, now it's about trying to get the next ones for real. And you got to start with yours for real. So got you. yeah, man. That's, that's why. That's what I want for 2021. For them to see, pops was working for the show. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. For show. So you had a lot of shit. You got a lot of shit in order this year. So you went through one of the hardships with me. Mm-hmm. All right then. Yeah. So I, I keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. You went through one of my hardships with me, mm-hmm. and was one of the few that kept it a hundred straightforward. You ain't never look back. None of that shit. I had one of the niggas I went through give me the fuck me at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, nigga, about, fuck yeah. you at my wedding. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you know me since high school. You walk around with that on your heart? Mm-hmm. You walk around with 
<laughs> exactly. That's what I said. That's a good thing. But that told me that's when I learned that time don't mean shit on a relationship. That's when I took immediately took time out of relationship. You can know a motherfucker since high school, middle school, elementary, middle school, everything, and you can get the audacity to pick my wedding and say fuck you. Mm-hmm. Well, my friend, you'll do anything to me, and if I try to get money with you when shit get crazy, you the nigga on the movie that especially with money on the table. <laughs> exactly, yeah. niggas get you knocked off all types of shit. I'm done with these niggas, man. <laughs> I'm done. It ain't hard. I don't fuck with the niggas I know yeah, And you yeah. better be Extension of somebody else That I know Yeah Cause if you not Cause I need somebody To blame You know what I mean Cause yeah. you gotta be able To bring something Some sort of repercussion To somebody mm-hmm. uh, Yeah you're right And it's harder I can, It's more easy To punish family At least you ain't gotta Call the police You know what I'm saying <laughs> But if you're going Through anything else It's like uh, Don't punish a regular person Shit <laughs> crazy I feel you I respect you on that one man <laughs> Yeah man so um, I know you said you had mentioned uh, them checks earlier. So speaking of that, What's I don't that know is? if you got the uh, catch. So uh, Ice Cube was actually uh, he had a meeting with uh, Trump's campaign about the contract with Black America. What's going on? Okay. Uh, basically trying to like, you know, push forward. Uh, you know, Black people. I actually don't have it because I got got more on uh, Facetime, but I actually had the two. Mm-hmm. Um. But basically, you know, it was just putting a list of demands of what black people want, like as far as like racial equality, uh, certain jobs, um, programs for the youth and stuff like that. And, you know, of course, a lot of people felt like, you know, he basically was just like getting in the bed with the devil and stuff like that. Um, I had my own opinions on it. Uh, Mo, what you thought about it? slope man because you know i don't i don't agree with everybody trying to kill him for you know trying to because he's he trying to sit down with both parties like mm-hmm. this whole thing about him you know exclusively working with trump like i i can never i never got with that narrative but uh you know in my opinion man i think he his his heart his heart and mind was in the right place mm-hmm. uh however like when you do sit down with certain uh, media outlets and whatnot you gotta be on point when when they ask you certain questions or when they want you to you know you know talk about certain things you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta be quick on your feet man and and a lot of times he looked like he was lacking mm-hmm. when, when it was time to, when it was time to talk about you know his his plan because his plan was actually different from the quote unquote platinum plan that trump had like he had a specific, he had a completely different agenda mm-hmm so I, I was expecting him to be more versed on, you know, what he was talking about as far as what he wanted for us. Um, I did look I did look into his plan, Trump's plan, and uh, Biden's plan. Uh, I mean, I do agree with a lot of what Ice Cube uh, had this plan. As far as Trump and Biden's plans, it's more, it's more along the same shit, you know. Uh, more police in our in our neighborhoods and shit like that. Like, you know, um, I don't really feel Typical like most of the plans really, yeah, really for us at the end of the day. Like, it's more of like a band aid of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that's just my, my my overall like you know opinion on it. I just feel like he should have been more versed on you know what he went on because I think they had the clip of him on Roland with Roland Martin, and I'm. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm been vocal on Roland Martin, but I do feel like he he should have been he should have been more well better prepared 
to speak to Roland at mm-hmm. least. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. was kind of stumbling on his words, didn't really know what to say at certain points. And uh, I just feel like you gotta you gotta be more prepared when you talk when you, especially at this time. Um, I don't I don't see how he was how they trying to say he was wrong for doing this. You know, 18 or 20 days outside the election. I don't see how you know that was how was that wrong. You know what I'm saying? I feel that's the perfect time to you know to bring up you know a, a specific initiatives for for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I don't see why you can hold anybody accountable for anything once you've already elected them in. Like that's like me, that's like me shaking your hand and I got my my fingers crossed behind my back. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm gonna do this and do that for you, but you know as soon as I get in the as soon as I get in the chair, I get in the White House. I'm ignoring your calls, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm mm-hmm. let you come in for a photo op. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. So you like my, my biggest my biggest issue I had with it was the time and actually from different from yours, because I feel like I feel like more than anybody, politicians, it's the reason why people say, Oh, you know, politicians and this go for any level, mayor, governor, senators, anybody, you know, people be like, Oh, they only come around when it's time to vote for some shit. So I feel like they're more inclined to hear what you got to say around election time. So at that point, they could be open to anything that you got to present to them. I feel like, in my opinion, it could have been something that could have been handled like year, probably like probably a year ago, maybe, uh, maybe even a year into his elect, uh, into his uh, tenure. Because I look at it like this: if I come to you a month before or less. Before a big election, I kind of feel like it's. At what what what? Why would they? What reason? More so, Trump would they have a reason to tell you no? You see, what I'm saying because he's already the president. So if anything, it's gonna be a boost for him, especially when you know everybody want to pander for the black vote. You see, what I'm saying. So I feel like you put that pressure on them more so when they're in the seat, like when Meek went one wanted to go talk to Trump and everybody was getting. On, I was like, nah, that's. That's something he should do. He's in the seat right now. Um, he, he has the power to put, you know, motion into anything that he want to do. You see what I'm saying? So I just feel like the timing of it is is just, it was just real bad for me, in my opinion. I don't feel like me going to them at this time would be beneficial for our people because, like you said, they could be smiling in your face say, yeah, we can review it. And he'd even meet with Trump himself. Not saying it's a bad thing, but he, he met with his campaign team. So it's kind of like you meet with his campaign team, like on the horizon of this, you know, election. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, well, we'll just give him the ear. And then, you know, when they get in the office, it's kind of like, eh, you know, we'll we'll review it 2022 or some shit. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like more than anything, like you put the pressure on them when they're in the seat. So, okay, whoever wins, whether it be Biden or Trump, you go to them, you present it with it. And then if not, then fuck it. You see what I'm saying? But I just feel like, Pride selection they ain't really trying to take it serious. It's more for so they could garner more attention. They could get more votes. They can, you know, just sway you a See, little bit more. That's why, that's why it's confusing to me because it's like I feel like you know our vote should be in, in direct exchange for something. So I feel like it's it's perfect time before the before the election. Like if you're not talking about what we want specifically, mm-hmm. you're not getting our vote straight up. So so let me ask you this then So because even then they said I think more so with With Trump and Biden They said they wanted to talk to him after the election But Trump they went ahead and talked to him But things wouldn't be getting 
put into play till after the election as well because we're we're right in the middle of middle of this shit you know what i'm saying like ain't nobody gonna put nothing into play right now so i feel like as if if they wasn't putting nothing in play now that that would have been my thing if i was in ice cube shoes i would have been like hey this is what i have i don't have no time for y'all to come to me and tell me i need this done after the election i need this shit put into play now and if my mindset not ice cube mindset and my mindset if i'm presenting a contract like that i would have did it earlier in his tenure that's all i'm saying because they're going to tell you, okay, yeah, well, we can't do nothing with this until, like, I think we're past a point of, you know, okay, you say we're going to look at this and I vote for you now and then nothing shit get done. No, fuck that. Like, put the shit done now and I'll vote for you later. You see know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I'll vote for you next term or something like that. That's that's how I feel. I feel like we passed the, you know, okay, well, vote for me and I'll go ahead and I'll get this shit done. Yeah. And this could, and it's not even a Trump thing. This would have been the same thing for Biden if Biden would have told him that. And he really don't have no leverage to do nothing because he's not the president. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like more so Trump. No nigga, like do this shit now. You you do anything else? You put anything else in the motion? Like why you can't do it now? Get it done. I feel like us as a people, we're we're past the okay. Well, you say you're gonna do this. Okay, I vote for you. Why we can't? Say fuck it, do it now, and then you know, next time we'll see what's up. I just can't. I feel like at this point now, I can't hinge like our vote on a maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like we done did that before, and even with you know Ice Cube's interview with Roland Martin and everything like that, I just felt like he was as far as that you know unprepared as far as I like, answer questions because when he asked us specifically about you know the similarities and everything, he really couldn't answer that question is kind of like you really got to go into it knowing exactly what it is that you're talking about <laughs> what plan you want to roll out he said he met with uh ados so even when i looked at it, it was certain things i was questioning on ice cube's plan specifically about okay like who exactly did you talk to because specifically in there it was something about uh basically like the reparations aspect was going to be left up for the government to determine and that's one of the things i never leave up for them to determine and it's like Okay, if we have this set and play, this is what the fuck it is. I'd be damned if I'ma let something like reparations be left up to the government. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you just gonna you, you gonna give me so a pack of Pringles and fifty cent and tell me you got my way type shit, you know what I'm saying? So I think I think that we gotta know uh first off as people that some sometimes you can hit a lick, right? And if your heart's in a good place, then your heart's in a good place when you're hitting a lick, but it's still a lick. And yeah, like right I now said, Donald I think, Trump is a lick. I think I think Ice Cube, like I said, I said on Twitter, I wasn't gonna roll out with the oh he's a coon, he's a sellout, none of that no, shit. Because like I said, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it when um. And I'm like, bro, like what y'all talking about? Like, this man, how's where y'all getting that he's a coon from? Like, I just don't understand. This isn't a coon activity at all. No, what this is, I just felt like the timing was was all because like I said, I I wasn't mad at when Meek wanted to do it, but it was like. Right in the middle of his term, you see what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing that Trump could gain from as far as like an election or, yeah. you know, try to garner to because he, you know, his big thing was, oh, I'm gonna get 20% of the black vote. So if I sit up here and I entertain, in my opinion, I feel like he got played. Who? That's Which just one? me, Which Ice one? Cube. I feel like he got played Damn, in this crazy. Whole situation. Because I feel like because Trump got played, but all right. I feel like, he, well, he didn't even meet with him for one, you see what I'm saying? He met with his campaign team. So how do I know that they even gonna? give this back i'm just asking a question so in my opinion i felt like if this shit was gonna go down it should have went down when he was 
in the seat, not a height of an election because I feel like, especially a month before, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have I would have gave him a little bit more leeway had this been February, March, April, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or especially around that time because we had all the shit happening with our people and stuff like that. Yeah. It would have been the time to put the foot down like, hey, man, like, you up here, you doing all this other shit, you signing off on this other shit, like, this is the time to get this shit rolling now. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like with a month before, in my opinion, this is my opinion, I don't feel like Trump is going to take this shit serious based off his track record. Based off of what he's been in office for these last three, four years. Well, yeah. Well, go, in, go in, in war, you take you try to take a man when it's desperate. And Trump is desperate. And the, the key in all this is, is, like, what the fuck is the black vote for real? Like... I be trying how, to tell how people can, that shit how on, can, on a grand scale. That shit, <laughs> ain't too many of us. How can how can Ice Cube give Trump the black vote? Now let this thing in. That's why I'm like, nah, this is a lick on Trump. Trump already losing. So what? Like this niggas voting right now. You losing right now, and you gonna have Ice Cube snap his fingers and say, all right, black folks, y'all vote for Trump. Nah, that's not gonna happen. What took place was they know this man's losing. And certain people are cutting deals with him. So he can get certain things implemented. If some win, some win. If some don't, some don't. But I got some men because this dumb man is still cutting deals as if I'm going to give him something that I can't give him. They, who, like, what, what president has ever existed have we felt was about to do something for us? Like, let's just keep it a bean. Like, none. None. Like, what? I still ain't met one. So when I, like, everything you said is true, but. I can say that for everybody else in regards to the presidency. What's Biden going to do? And this is coming from a man that would say the lesser of two evils. I even said it to Mo directly. Like, nah, you at least got to go with the lesser of two evils. But when you think about it, you know what I mean? And I, and I don't even live in that world. I don't even live in the uh world. But uh, my like I said, <laughs> uh, I, I get what you're saying. But I'm saying as far as like the approach aspect. No, no, I, I respect I'm it. At, I'm not mad at the contract itself or anything like that. Or I just feel like it should have been rolled out a little bit better. Um, certain things that he had in there, but the timing to me was just like, come on, man, he ain't really trying to take this shit serious. Like, a month before and, like, and I don't think it's really gonna gain no boost the black vote. Like the black vote ain't. I feel like for them to prop it up as much as they do, we still got to look at the numbers at the end of the day. You see what I'm saying? Like our vote ain't really changing no elections like that you see what i'm saying right. like it's 67 percent of white people in this country that's and it's only 13 percent of us but even that and we got another we, we got another minority though. group that damn near done passed us already as far as population but it's black republicans bro so the fact that there's black republicans means that that 13 percent is already split so that, it ain't no black only it ain't percent of blacks are registered it's I, not like, a I black vote up. it's the mentality it's black people who vote republican it's all in their brain it's, it's black folks who vote Democrat. Mm -hmm. Black folks who 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 are in the middle. Like and that it's all mentality. It's yeah. not black nothing. Like there's black folks that don't think like Ice Cube. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? There's certain black folks that don't like. So where where's <laughs> we all don't think alike. Nobody nobody in this world does. Okay, so where's the win in this? There ain't none. Get some paper for your people. Work together, build, and take care of your family before so that you can afford the shit did. that they about to do to us. You need to be able to afford it. That's what you need to be able to do. You need to be able to afford whatever they about to throw at us. Oh, I was just speaking in terms of like what he did and his approach and everything. I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm speaking from truth. I don't want to speak out loud about some shit I don't know about. Okay. When it comes to the presidency, when it comes to Trump, when it comes to that, what I have decided is is that 
this whole shit is crooked. It's a whole game. Trump then turned 2020 into a Netflix special, mm-hmm. and we watching it. And the last time I felt safe in America was before I got here. So that was when I wasn't even here. So I'm here now, and I don't even like driving my car all the time because nigga get pulled over and killed. Ain't no president could change. Like he can't change that. Mm-hmm. Whoever you voting for cannot change any of those things for us. We have to accept. I just had the, the conversation with my nephew. Yeah, man, you might want to, you know, drive your car this way. We still have that. It's 2020. There's movies about that from the 70s, 80s. So it needs to stick in our head that, yo, we need to figure out how we going to move. So that's just where I live, honestly. No, not to try to, you know, in the conversation, I just. No, no, no. I know they right. all screwed up. Like, it's them. It's, they, it's what they do is how they move. They ultimately don't care because they don't live our life. No, you know what I'm saying? We need a, If we're going to get a politician, we need somebody that's for us. Yeah, we need somebody the for the people first too. Yeah, yeah, we need the locals. Y'all work these locals to death. Some, well, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, somebody, come work the ground. Work the ground. Come out here and really shake the hand. Really know the people. You know what I'm saying? Really get in there and go to war for it. That's what we need. Somebody to go to war. Somebody got to die about this shit, like how they used to. They used to die about what we were for. They don't die about this shit no more because they're giving them more money. So, well, like, we're not talking about politicians. They don't even go as hard as they used to, man. Mm-hmm. We don't got none of that no more. There ain't no heart out here no more. So these white folks about to do whatever they feel like doing. You, they playing with us. Y'all watching it. Y'all watching them play with us. So I ain't crazy what I'm saying. No nothing in regards to Ice Cube's thing. Uh-huh. I hope everything that bro put out gets accomplished because I know we need it. I am not saying that. But in the grand scheme of things, he could put something together in a black neighborhood and then a white cop could still kill one of them kids. See how that worked? We still got some shit built for us. They still smoking us. See? Mm-hmm. All right, but so if we can't build it and try to, I think we, you know, try to build and get our own communities cultivated. How we was talking about the police shit. Let's like stay focused on them. Like let's lock in on them because government policies, taxes, like, all that shit affect us. It's go all you exactly. Yeah. You feel me? We gonna deal with all of it. But them police still got laws in place. Come man. on, man. Yeah. And police knocking at our door. <clears throat> us, us in here, yeah. If that's right now too, when we leave up out of here, we gotta deal with that for sure. So if something ain't. If a president ain't finna get busy in that world with police reform, we need to know what that's about. We need to know what police reform is gonna be about. You ain't gotta end it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to end it at all. But tell me what you gonna do for real on the ground level. Who my local officials are, where I could and just that's the thing, like, talk to them. Like when I was looking at both of these plans, like. Trump and Biden's plan, like they, they talk about policing our neighborhoods more. So, like, you know, in neither one of those aspects is anything about reform. So, like, you know, it's, it's more of the same shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I don't know. I just don't, you know, at this point, like, I, I agree with JT, man. It's like, you know, at some point, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta focus on yourself, man, because, you know, they got a plan. So, you gotta have your own plan to counter that plan. You better. You better see if you, I've, I've, I've seen some people switch. I've seen some black folks go Republican recently because they done evaluated their life and they seen that it ain't about me being a racist. It's about how this health affects my taxes or how this affects what's in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I asked the other day, ahead. like, uh, I asked the group chat the other day, like, when it comes to voting, do most of the time when y'all go to vote, do you vote, you know, more, uh, you know, for personal reasons or are you willing to sacrifice something? So when I say sacrifice, like, 
you're never going to 100% agree with whatever candidate you may vote for, but he might have something in place that might not affect you, but might help somebody Absolutely. of lesser, like I'll use Obamacare, for example, like it affected me, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I know somebody's grandmother who probably don't got insurance Absolutely. needs that, Absolutely. you see what I'm saying? So I might can sacrifice on my vote on that end and vote for this person Absolutely. versus this this other person who might may help me on my taxes or this, it could be anything. So. In terms I of agree. like voting, when you go to vote, mm-hmm. or do you look at that, or is it strictly personal, or it just depends on what you want for that year? Well, no, it, exactly. Well, you sort of nailing it. It's about the aspect of me because, being like a, you said, some people who, uh, you know, who may vote. I mean, no, 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 you good. It's good. Um, you know, a lot of people they be like, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's financial for me. So when I go to these polls, if you ain't helping me one hundred percent, everything else may be secondary. But for me, mm-hmm. you know. Somebody might say it's number one financial for me, so I'm gonna go ahead and I might vote Republican because you know at the end of the day I know I'm gonna see more green on this side versus this side. Absolutely, those type of people. And that and be my thing with these celebs, man, because it's like you know y'all can y'all y'all can cap us down all day, you know about you know getting this man out of the office, but y'all not gonna tell me y'all gonna vote against y'all pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of you know, people trying to lead people and they're not even, you know, really, you know, about what they're talking about themselves. Like, you're not going to tell me these celebs, you know, and these, 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 you know, these music artists and athletes and stuff like that who got so much to say about this man, you know, y'all, y'all going to vote Democrat, Democrat, who's this dude who talking about taxing y'all more? Y'all not voting for that, man. Like, just just be honest with us. Like, just be real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely certain ones, man, I think. I think that what fuels it is, like you said, like which part of the life like that you're dealing with at the time. So what I spoke to in regards to the voting was like as a black person, like as black people, we need to start doing what's best for us, which means whoever you voting for. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't not care. You didn't say it, but the Obamacare example is the perfect example of why I would do it. That's how I would close it for me, because that sounds like someone who has a heart. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, so and that's if what, you got a heart, cool. No, no, I understand. Some people don't have the more the moral aspect of it when they go to vote. You but what I'm but morality. But remember, morality exists in the individual, brother. So morality only exists in you. It's the person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's niggas out here that kill people. Morality don't exist for them. Mm-hmm. It's hitmen. Morality is not a thing for them. So Strictly business. Exactly. So it's. It's depend. It's depends. It so depends, yes. if I hear as a voter, if I hear, oh, you care about people who can't get health insurance, that makes sense. Logic, like I would want my grandmother or myself to be able to experience that if I was in a tough situation. Knowing it Period. could help you, it can hurt. Period. It can hurt you financially because it really can't. It's really yeah. not that big of a deal yeah. because yeah. most people that make that type of money got enough LLCs to write it off. Yeah. So they're not really and that's how taking I look at it. Hit. Most rich people, anyway. I mean, are you really hurting no. that much if you vote Democrat no. on the other side? Their kid, their kid can't get Chick Fil A at Princeton. Get the, <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! Get yeah, the fuck out of here! That's all that's taking place. They're not, there's no real L's. They're just making a lot of noise because well, we see where it could go, and it's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like reparations has been a big talk for us this year. I'm just speaking in terms of talking. Has been a big talking point for us this year even when bob johnson he rolled out his uh reparations plan for black people which was ass in my opinion um i think i think with us as a people man when it come even when he presented saying like uh what was it more like three hundred eighty thousand, three fifty, or something like that 
per like black person? And that number to me is like kind of like disrespectful in the aspect of in the grand scheme of things. So I think I feel like even with him even having that number in mind tells me us as a people we just comfortable with having less. You know what I'm saying? Like what is three hundred fifty thousand? Of course, a nigga would tell me right now, nigga ain't like you would turn down a three hundred fifty thousand. I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about in terms of as far as compensation. You talking about reparations? We not we not just talking about cutting a check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're the only group of people who have not been paid out reparations for shit that we gone through. Every other group of people who have went through something have gotten some form of reparations. So when you tell me, oh, each black person get three hundred fifty thousand, it's like, damn, like that's what that's what you're telling me my worth is after all this shit my people done been through, all the shit that we done invented, all the shit that we done created. Yeah. You tell me three hundred fifty thousand, and it's like I think we we get so caught up in the money aspect of it, it's like. What about shit that really holds value? You know what I'm saying? Whether it be land, oil, you know, uh, a percentage in a certain company that we made a created or an invention. We the traffic light. I'll use for an example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that family, are they getting a certain percentage off of that? So they're set for life. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear that number, I was having a conversation with my boy the other day. He was like, "Well, you know, 350 is better than nothing." I'm like, "But see, that's that's what they want us to be cool with." They want us to be cool with, with the mindset, okay, you're going to take your three. Everybody's not going to take their 350 and do, you know, what you would want them to do. You see know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I'm judging what, what a person may do with it, but it's like these white people have things set in place where they don't even have to think about getting that. You see know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they got continuous money coming in. So when I'm thinking about reparations, I'm thinking about a constant flow of income that's coming in. Now you just hit me with a one-time payment of three hundred fifty thousand <laughs> mm. or three hundred eighty thousand. You get what I'm saying? What if they break it into installments for you for the rest of your life? Would you three hundred fifty thousand? Yeah, I would want it to the point where if I get three hundred fifty thousand, yeah, my kids get three hundred fifty thousand. My kids' kids get three hundred fifty thousand. Uh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Why not? We worth it. Yeah. Don't just give me 350. So if I have a child, I know my child throughout their lifetime, they're going to get 350. Okay, they have a child, they get 350. You see know what I'm saying? Oh, I see what don't, you're saying. Give like a a don't give me like a one time. Don't give me a one time payment. trust fund for black folks for life. Exactly. That's <laughs> Every time we have a baby, 350 up. Exactly. I like that. that I'm cool with, and I'm cool with that. You see know what I'm saying? But don't give me no one time payment. <laughs> Uh, three hundred fifty thousand, and I don't want no no installment payments of three hundred fifty thousand. No, put something in place where if I get three fifty, then my kid, my kid's kid, and so forth. And so keep the shit flowing. Y'all got it. Y'all do it for anything else. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it as far as that. Damn, I don't know. That happened, man. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. But it's like at the end, I feel in my opinion we worth that. And that, to be honest, that ain't really shit to be honest with you as far as like our people. Yeah. But if that's the number they want to stick with, I'm saying make it lifetime. Make it lifetime. That's the demand aspect of it. Like make it lifetime. Three fifty up lifetime. For every time you have a kid, they have a kid, keep it rolling. That's how I look at it. You just can't be comfortable with getting just a one time payment or something. That's that's all because they don't do it with nothing else when it comes to their people. You see what I'm saying? They don't do it with nothing else. They they might have to like I was I was seeing something the other day. I forgot who said it. It might have been Umar, but I'm not too sure. And he was saying how, you know, yo, a black a black kid can go to college, right? Get a degree and everything. It's no guarantee that he's gonna get a job. 
But Becky, her her daddy owns this five hundred, this Fortune five hundred company. She don't even got to worry about going to college because when he die or he gets sick, she gonna take it over anyway and run it. She ain't got not a lick of skills in the world. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just that sense of comfortability that we don't have that they have as a people. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I think that three like if it was to be three fifty, I I agree. I think we're worth a shit ton of money, honestly. But I think that money. Like you said, you could give. I don't, sh- I don't feel like it should be anything. a focal. That's what I don't feel like yeah. it should be a focal point. But if that's, I think it's more resources is, that we would benefit. Exactly, from. I, I feel like we benefit. benefit more from the resources, resources aspect when yeah. it comes to reparations talks. Yeah. More the resources, like shit that really holds value. Yeah, but go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think that I don't want to. I wouldn't turn down three fifty. So this ain't even. And that's why I wanted yeah. to throw that in there because yeah. niggas will listen to this. Below, like, oh, nigga, you ain't turning nah. down three fifty. No, I'm not. I'm a hundred percent not. I mean, hell no, I'm not turning down three fifty. But I know what to do with it. You see what I'm saying? So, like you said, everybody don't have that. But I also think that it's at least the people that's like us that know that. If they give you 350, put something in place to teach other black folks about. But I believe we have the power, though. So I always come from a different. I'm coming from that energy. Like, well, no, run me them bands real quick. But you just got to jump through a lot of the hoops with your own people. A lot of it be us posturing and shit. Like, it be that because we could take if every black person got three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, there would still be something to talk about. You feel me? <laughs> like, Always, we would still Always. have something. We would still yeah, be because for sure, money don't really fix. You exactly. find out it don't fix much at all. Exactly. So, res- and that's what my end point was. Yeah, no, no. I just think resources is where resources is where it's at. I think if you know what to do with your paper, then you'll be re- very resourceful. But if you want to line some up for your children, it's always going to be your responsibility. And I also think. Because Black Wall, I'm tired of this. I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Black Wall Street happened during some of the worst times for black folks. And they took it away from us. We could do it again. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. They, that means that the grocery man knew to go to the black doctor. They knew to go buy it from, get their house built by the black construction work. Like, they knew to do that. We could do that again. All right? It ain't hard. It ain't rocket science. You just got to do it. It's literally that simple. Mm-hmm. Literally that simple. <laughs> Period. I don't want to hear that we can't. I don't hear that we struggling from it. No, niggas just gotta get used to buying literally from each other, and then don't just buy from the person. When you go into the grocery store, you go anywhere, go meet the owner, and then y'all try to start a city hall. Let me give y'all a damn plan for it. This is how you really buy black. Get together, go meet the owner of whatever is black, and the other owner go meet the other black owner in the city, and meet their kids. Just like the white people bring y'all and take y'all down to whatever it is, the River Bay or whatever it is down here. Stock investors and do let it all the time. Meet, let y'all meet their family. They do it all the time. Y'all do the same thing. They might go to a game and just bring their kids around. And then don't be offended if you got little bad black ass kids and somebody say something because your kids are really bad and they black. It's okay. It's if we could get past that part, we'll be able to do even more things together because we take too much shit personal. Mm-hmm. So get together with the owners, the people who own stuff in Charleston and you black, link up. If somebody in the crew know that one of the persons shady, call them out immediately. Yo, you shady, so we need to figure out how to do business with you, but we all know you shady. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. We know you shady, but we you black, so we still need to make sure you move together. You got to tell yeah. black folks this. I'm going to tell y'all. You got to tell each other we know you ain't shit. I know, like your grandma doing your family, we know our cousin still. Remember back in the day you had a cousin yeah, that cousin still? still? That yeah. one still. You know what I mean? This one do that. Just look your black brother in the eye and tell him the truth. Then you can move forward. All right, we. All right, bet I need. I can't steal from these niggas. You know what I'm saying? All right, bet everybody in the room's on them, but it still moved the machine forward. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The business is moving forward. So all the black people get together, build your own city hall. Don't go get if the, if you feel a way. If you can, everybody can't build their own either. Mm-hmm. Damn, y'all got to work together. <laughs> if everybody go build their own, 
especially when it comes to something like a city hall type vibe or industry type vibe for us, we ain't going to have shit because we just going to keep running off and splitting. But somebody got to accept that it's a chief and then it's Indians and then they got some of them Indians are generals. You know what I mean? Like they tell stories about generals. Everybody can't. You know be what I mean? Chief, <laughs> but everybody, everybody ain't the chief. chief. It's cool. Yeah, it's they tell cool. stories about Meek Mill, but they still love Rose. You feel me? They don't love him no worse. So us as a people, that's what we gotta understand. Squad up for real, for real. Especially young black men, young black women. Y'all just getting your credit score together. Link the fuck up, and then we'll. I guarantee you, we'll take care of the government. We'll really start switching it up, cause then they'll peep that. Oh no, mentally, which is what. I can't believe I don't even want to say his name. I can't remember, but the, their biggest fear was us mentally. That's mm. what a white man really fears, us in our fucking brain, because they know we will naturally work hard for it. It's in our blood to go out and pick the fields and do all that. That's just natural. So imagine if you knew both sides of the game, how hard a black man would work. All right, then. That's why they fear us. they not fast as us. The people think I say that. I'm joking around. They can't run as fast as us. No, it's in the DNA. They can't jump as high as us. Mm-hmm. So you really think we're being outsmarted or you think we're being crooked? I think we're being crooked because I'm smart as fuck and I'm black as fuck. And just because a nigga dressed a particular way don't make you any less smart or anything else because you're black. Mm-hmm. I'm just different from the next black nigga, but I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? That's where I be at with this shit, with all, with all of them. They doing it on that level. They black people link up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got people out here voting. Y'all could just, You could throw block parties for who niggas need to vote for if y'all want to get behind them. And guess what? Y'all have council people sitting in here with y'all. That's real shit. If y'all want to really, like, if you want to, ain't, ain't capping, you can really get the councilman to sit right in here and kick shit on the podcast. Because he needs to. He need to tell the people that he trill. And y'all the people. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I like, get what you're saying. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I so I, I'm, that's why I'm like, no, I know. I feel, like, I feel like it's a balance as far as, like, you know, establishing our own and also having, like, some uh, type of force within we got political powers. Them. Absolutely. But you we talked about Because this. they put so much shit in place Absolutely. that Absolutely. hold us back and shit Absolutely. like I ain't that. Ignorant. So, I'm with you. you yeah, but as far that. as like, you know, as having our own, I don't want it to get so caught up in just the, the money aspect because mm-hmm. that shit can't, like you said, it can help a lot of things, but it's still always going to be something to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And as far as the resources are always going to outweigh the paper itself. You see what I'm saying? So oh, this up them telling them damn police a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always so speaking back of the that, police saying, hey, them police a motherfucker." How you man. feel? How y'all feel about Diddy starting the uh, the black starting the uh, black political party? A lot of people had opinions about that too. I don't know if you had saw that. If it's black, go over there and find out what it's about. At least go check it out. I at least go see what the black man talking about. At least because is it is it some shit in the game? Of course, it's some shit in everybody's game. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But where I feel with at least hear him out. Let's see what he's talking about. And if he's talking about something that you could potentially roll with, you know what I'm saying, be a part of. Because remember, voting for Biden or voting for Trump. <laughs> I'm still picking between them. So at least let me see what this brother talking about. I, I haven't I haven't dove into it because yeah I'm I haven't dove too much into it too, too. Is, so I ain't got time yeah, but, yeah. a lot of people had the jokes on the TL what they that. say what they say oh you know they say he couldn't even manage making the band you oh, know Danny yeah. came but he want to run a political party so that's crazy. that's easy though that was an alley oop he set himself up for that one don't they understand Trump the president I hate when people do this yeah. Donald Trump's the president don't give Puff hell a celebrity man. I be fire I fire my people up don't give Trump hell I mean don't give Puff hell when Donald Trump's the president he's a celebrity and y'all got jokes for Puff. A black man. I'll fire y'all ass up. I'll fire y'all ass up ASAP. Talking about us. With, they got the apprentice nigga running the country. 
Alright, you ain't gonna hold me. Yeah, pup. Some bad business happens. That's what I'm saying. Bad business is in your in your mind. Mm-hmm. It be people with false expectations and feel like bad business happened. Oh well, I didn't become the star because I didn't such and such. I get held back because of false expectations. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all don't got a two thousand likes, so y'all can't be doing. I'm like, are you stupid? Mm-hmm. It's just expectations. You don't understand how the world works. You know what I'm saying? That's on the, so when I see shit like that, I like to laugh and joke. If the joke just, was funny, I'd have got off. But. I just feel like with Diddy, man, and this is me personally. Uh-huh. I just feel like when it comes to that aspect of it, like when he talks, yeah. it just it don't do nothing for me. It yeah. feel like it just it goes is. in one ear. Based off, like you had this, you had this uh, family talk on your network, but you had these white me. You talked about yeah, it. You yeah, had yeah. these, you had these white people on there, and and. Again, it's yeah, like yeah, I, I'm at this point. Yeah, I'm at this point with white people. Monique hates. I don't need you to be. I don't need you to have no sympathy for me no more. If you're gonna come on my panel, what are you doing? Let's start there. I for don't sure. need you to be like, oh, I know my people are this. I know my. Facts. We've been hearing that for ten years, 10, 15, 15. Y'all, okay, y'all, y'all got all the sympathy for us. What are you doing specifically as a white person yeah. to help push? To help move this forward, when I saw it, that's all. It was some kumbaya shit with yeah. Amy Schumer and all them boys up there. What what is the plan? Are y'all? What are you willing to sacrifice as a white person to help us move forward? Well, if you hit me with a well, then you can go. Yeah. Oh shit. You see what I'm saying? That's why I'm at with it when it comes to white people, dog. Like yeah. I don't need no more sympathy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, if you don't have the, if we're just having a regular conversation, I know you don't have nothing, no capital or nothing like that to move nothing. That's cool. I'm not saying fuck you on that aspect. Yeah. I'm talking about in terms of if you're gonna have a panel like that. With that big of a platform and that much prestige and all that money around there, okay, you know, match that sympathy with your pockets. Yeah. What are you really willing to do? Talk to me nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, really talk to me nice. Because you that shit that you do up there is performative. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, are you really willing to put some work in? So when I see Diddy really talk about this shit, it's kind of like, eh. It's tough. I hear you, yeah. but yeah. and I ain't gonna say fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Or throw them to the wolves. But it's kind of like okay, match it with the actions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you if you gonna have this, don't have no white input on this shit. Don't have no white people input on it unless they're really willing to put into work or they're really to roll out some percentages when it comes to ownership or some shit. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. And I'm not saying they don't have to. I'm saying if they want to be involved, yeah, that's what we should be at mentally as a people. Absolutely. Get their hands dirty. How you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, get the yeah, get their hands dirty. How you feel about it, Mo? No, I feel exactly how you feel. Like, like I can't I can't get with Diddy telling me he wanna start a whole political party when, you know, you had like you said, like you had Amy Schumer, like who's who is she related to? Like how you have a family talk? Like you know who's like who who you know what blood does she share with anybody on that panel? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what what skin do she share with anybody? Like, and like you said, like, to take it to take it a step further is like, what are you willing to sacrifice as a white person? Because you know, whether whether they want to admit it or not, like they live in a completely different world than us. So it's like, what what are you willing? What are you willing to to give to give up in order for things to be truly what it's supposed to be? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they gotta bring their. I always say, bring me a foundation. Before this thing even kicks mm-hmm. off, if she coming up on the screen on the stage, yeah. we would like to announce the new Amy Schumer Foundation and Crenshaw. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Because if y'all I, if y'all want to white it up and yeah, I did something for a cool. You feel me? But Amy Schumer opened this building and everybody that work in here black. You feel, like that's that's how it works. Thanks, Puff, and then they take a picture and then that's it. Like 
have them come in with something. But mm. foundations, parks, because they got the paper. Mm-hmm. And you buying everything else. And it's good tax write-offs. You build a playground. And you damn sure getting the deals because you got 60 M's from Netflix, Amy. I tell you what. <laughs> you, ta- you know what I take for all my people? I take, go and build all of us gardens. Build all of us gardens so we can grow tomatoes and all that stuff. I'll take that. That's what's the next foundation I want. Like, put gardening in and make them do that. Because that's one of the largest tax write-offs to man. You write off so much of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would take. Like every time some next person <laughs> comes up and wants to do something, that's I want a garden want. program. That's yeah, I would ask for a garden, a garden program. program. I want black folks to take it to the children, teach them how to garden right now. Gotcha. Right now. Because it's, it's just one of the most, it just brings in so much income. You know what I think be good for uh, for kids coming up? What's that? Mean? Like, a lot having a lot more engineers, man. Uh, I'm with you. You would never, you can never not go through time without needing some type of engineers. Like that's like how you say gardening. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it as far as like the youth and the kids like coming up. Because you know a lot of us, you know, we came up. Our thing was music, sports, music, sports. I'm not saying nothing is wrong with that. But you, I even see some commercials. Like I remember Braun had a commercial a year, some few years back. Like you know. We got John Walls. We got LeBron James. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need more engineers. We need more doctors. That are, like, but engineering, I feel like, is such an important thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you could get a lot, a lot more young black kids to have that type of foundation to fall back on. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That's a solid foundation, mm-hmm. being an engineer. So, like you say, with the gardening and shit like that, if you could put something in place like that, yeah. that, that could be major, too. Y'all, I mean, what... I don't know when you went to high school. When I was in high school, I still feel like to this day, one of the most valuable things they gave to high school was like the, I think it was like work corps, job corps, something like that. Yeah, vocational courses. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so that people could go learn how to do stuff themselves. So mm-hmm. I guess that's more so where I'm at. I don't want... Got you. Mm-hmm. The brain is powerful, but it's a lot of very smart black people who still can't get hired for some shit. Yeah, and they got, but, they got, the, they got but it. what an engineer's brain could do with a garden is masterful if he dreams Facts. a little bit. You see what you I'm see saying? And, that, together? That's that, yep. and that's where I'd be at. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he could go get it, but the fact that he took that class when he was a child or they, we got this foundation for our people to build it, he now knows, oh, I could piece this together for myself. And then the things that I don't know how to do, I hire those people to do because that's what the other people do. Like, that's how you build a business. If I don't know how to do something, I don't say... Oh, I can do it too, because you can. Yes, that just doesn't mean you're as good as the other person that does it. Mm-hmm. So if you want your business to move forward, you go get them. That's what we gotta do as people, mm-hmm. for sure. Just like it's the same thing. I go engineers, come back. He starts dreaming. How can I flip this? Oh, okay, bet. We build gardens everywhere, and we tomatoes and all that stuff. And now we trading with each other, and we started a little trade. And we buy all our, you know what I'm saying? Now we start a black grocery store and all of the process, all of it comes from this guy. You know what I mean? Now he's a billionaire. But he's Ed from around the corner. We know him. You feel me? Watch what yep. he about to do. He about to paint the block. Now the block going crazy. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? He bought everybody houses, such and such, everybody on their feet. Utopia. You know what I'm saying? And that's one. That's literally how it could happen in real life. No bullshit. You literally just explain. And then now we own... And now we could build in that part know, of the world. Exactly, because they look at us, they see we entertain as we rappers. You know what's so crazy? I saw this uh, thing on Netflix last night with uh, James Baldwin. He had an interview back in like 1968. He was talking to this white guy. And white guy told him, was like, you know, people look back and see Negroes, you know, they're entertainers now. They're athletes, you know, da 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 da. If you're like, what, what do they really have to complain about? You know what's so crazy? He's still asking this question today. Still asking this question today. That was 1968. 
You see what I'm saying? And it's still this. If I was a black person sitting there, I would have been like, okay, and what does that mean? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, still to this day, yeah, you have all these athletes, you have these rappers, you have these entertainers, I mean, actors, whatever the case may be, but still a lot of work that needs to be done. If I made all y'all respectfully, the entertainment's still one of the biggest, most lucrative businesses in the world. <laughs> like, I, I like just, I guess just my mentality towards it. If that's the only thing they let us in, but it's the biggest and most profitable, then we should understand and use that to our power because that turns a doctor. Like, that's why you see the artist kids be nothing like them. Well, the money can trickle down and do other things. Exactly, because yeah. I don't want my kid to do this, but this is where they pay us. Like, it's just a, I can t- get an engineer in my family through entertainment, do entertainment of any sort. Yeah, and I'm not of saying any that. Sort. It don't yeah, gotta I'm just not be rap, that, but. Because a lot, of, a lot of sports athletes, they might start a program that has nothing to do with sports. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. A lot of them do that. Exactly. Because we want to be more, known yeah. for more than that. More we than we that. are yeah. more than that. But this is the back end. I know people, bro. No bull. No bull. Get paid to ch- like they're chilling, mm-hmm. just chilling. You you run. You producing shows. You do a podcast for a living, and you chilling for a living. You fix the you fix the camera. You learn more about sound so you can make sure your shit. And then you live. That could really be a thing in America. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Gotcha. That's what I mean. Like that's it's that simple. So because of that, it's like, oh, it's an understanding of what to do with your bread. Like, how to take the money. It you already be, it got to be a productive exactly. a productive cycle. That's, like, come back around. It always has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you got going on, if you're around somebody not doing that, you, especially at this part of your life. Mm-hmm. As children, I understand, guys. I understand. It's my homeboy. He fly. He get dressed. I, I bet we did all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel y'all. But at this point, if you ain't maximizing what you got going on, you tripping. Mm-hmm. And the entertainment industry is the way. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. <laughs> Don't fight it. Use it. Just like they do to us. Use this shit, black folks. Stop looking at it the way you're looking at it. It's fucking you up. Girls, if you need to buy ring lights, get in front of them ring lights and let them folks in and get them checks rolling for y'all. But stop getting on the internet flexing like you don't got to do it. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I seen that mattress on that selfie. Yes, you do need that check. Get it, <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. And don't and, and and don't be if you stripping whatever you doing. Get your paper. Just make sure you got yourself together, cause it's, that's what really is gonna be about. People meet cool strippers. Some niggas meet Cardi, love Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She did what she did. Cool as fuck as a person though, cause niggas is older. We older men now. You know what I'm saying? We know certain people did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. That's respect. Yeah, for sure, man. You got anything more on that mode or? We good. Oh, he kind of hit it on the head, honestly. Yeah. Words. I definitely think you should start fucking with this music again. And not rapping, but just I, something I was watching in regard to A&R and shit. So I definitely That's what Mo want to do, I want to rap with you about that because I know your ear for real. You didn't already done it. So just want you. <laughs> that's why I like, yo, shoot me a text so we can rap for sure. Yeah, man. That's my dream job, man. There it is. Yeah. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> that's all I need to hear right there for sure. So speaking speaking of that, we got we had some new music, some Uh-oh. real good music come out. What drop? What drop? We uh Benny drop, Ti dropped the album that was real good too. Okay. I like both projects to be honest with you. Uh, even that, that track, dope. Yeah, dope. he had his son on that track. Uh, family, family affairs, I think it was. Don't quote me on that song. I don't have my phone on me right now. Mm. Uh, but he had his son Damani on there. He was spitting like a motherfucker on that shit. Okay, that shit was hard. Yeah, Damani got off. Yeah, one thing I say about Ti when it come to music, man, that nigga, 
he don't got not one whack album. And what I appreciate about him as far as a rapper, he always, he never sounds outdated. Yeah, like, you got to think, he done span, he almost done span two, he's going in what, year, 19, like, since his first album dropped in 01. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going into 20 years, and he has never sounded outdated, dog. And, like, I just got to give him his props for that, dog, because when I listen to this album production-wise, rapping-wise, he don't sound out of place. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these niggas can't rap with Lil Baby on a song. Yeah, nah. A lot of these niggas can't get on a track with, you know, 42 Doug. And shit like that You see what I'm saying Like T.I. never sounds outdated On no album That he's dropped Like post his prime Quote unquote prime You see what I'm saying a lot Cause like you say Like he can rap He can rap with 42 Doug Lil Baby And still hold his own weight With, with Rick Ross Like consistently mm, Yup That track with Ross so, Was crazy Yup It yeah, still give us That still that, that 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 prime T.I. Prime Rick Ross sound While also having These other young niggas On your album Like it's it's really like that's that's not easy to do and we've seen it. a lot of artists can't adapt with the new times but with ti it's like he just do it so effortlessly i think that's why ti said he was the hove of the south like because hove does that Shit, hove, he said that in what oh two oh three he like ti knows how to okay i understand that there has been new times past me you know what i mean so i need to take my sound keep my sound but I got to understand how these young boys, you know what I mean, they's pockets that they're in and respect these young boys because T.I. know I was once a young boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? T.I. understand that. That's what that's what Hove did. Hove traveled. Remember Hove? He came from up top. He did he did a track with Jermaine Dupri. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He came down. Them boys moved around. That was intentional. So right. what T.I. does is move around the whole ATL. Once they squared away all them beefs, he get on the track. I heard somebody, I think Rory said it. Young Thug and T.I. don't miss for the most part. Nah, they don't. Them boys get busy. Nah. Thugger and T.I. gets nah. busy. Hell so no. if that's what's taking place, dog. That like, shit is on, fire. Man. And then I see, I just looked on your song, a song called Respect the Code. Is that what it said? Yeah. Ross and T.I.? Yeah. I yeah. know that's hard. And I don't even got to listen. Like, I ain't even heard it yet. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. That's all. That's all. That beat is crazy. That I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. And it's not forceful. Like, with, with T.I., he just, he just blends with the time so well. It's like, He's when I hear him rap, it's I don't feel like he's trying to make me feel like he can rap, like proving it. So like Eminem, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Eminem, he's still trying to pro- show niggas that he can rap, and it, he has not aged good at all. But Ti, <laughs> he has aged like fine fucking wine. Be rabbit still he at the warehouse. Continue, he can continue to put out music, mm-hmm. and then not be like, oh look at this old. Listen to this old motherfucker still trying to rap with these young niggas. Nah, it's never been that with T.I. Over his last five, six years, like, has never been like that. Yeah, he's smoking, Joe, man. Yeah, he's smoking. Go ahead, Mo, he's my bad. He's smoking crazy. Oh, no, you good. Like, that, I'm, just to piggyback what she was saying, like, it's it's a certain, like, level of comfort that he got. Like, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's, not, like the, it's not like the young dudes taking his light. It's more like... You they know, mesh. Sharing it with them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they mesh. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like... You know, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got as far as like that music shit, man. I got nothing but respect for Ti, man. It's, it's always been like that. Yeah, he gets busy, man. You get, for he, sure. Yeah, he, he definitely gets busy in that arena. That's why I think he was calling for that. That verse is so crazy. Oh, for fifty? Because he knew. Yeah, certain niggas knew that was a hit. He was like, "This is a hit. You jump out here if you want to, 50. I got hella music, and Ti do. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He do. And he it do. crosses. He, he got over. way more music than uh, way, way more music than fifty. Yeah, respectfully sure. 50, but yeah, respectfully. T.I. was going to get busy. And then he dropped this, you know what I'm saying? There's tracks on this that Katz is like would probably beat, you exactly. know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah, that shit with yeah. Lil Baby is hard as yeah. fuck. Yeah. T.I.'s next level. <laughs> that man. shit is hard. Shout out to the A, man. I ain't going to hold you. Atlanta get busy. Mm-hmm. Them boys just, and they keep getting, they aging well because, believe it or not, it ain't that much hate when it comes from the Atlanta rappers. Like, uh-huh. they actually, like, admire, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The people from other places because they, in Georgia's, like, they learn they're genuine about trying to make it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so he branches they, with everybody from different, like you said, exactly. different reasons. Like, exactly. he got a track with Benny on there. Yes, Benny, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that. you see what I'm saying? So, T.I. and Benny on the track together, and then you on the track with 42 Doug, then yes. you on the track with Lil Baby. Yes. You, you still in your, yeah. you know, when you was at your peak, you know, doing shit with Ross, yes. you got that on there. Like, that's still there. And yes. it's just like, it's just a complete, like... Body of work. Complete body of that's work, man. Is, I got to salute T.I. for this project. Yeah, he did his thing. He did his thing on I this I didn't even shit, hear man. it, and I know he did his thing. Yeah, it's called Libra. talking. Yeah, it's called Libra. It's, it's real good. It's, it's real it's good. It's a really good project. Okay. And like we said, like, Damani did his thing on that album, too. Yeah, he did. Damani surprised me. Damani, that's his name? Yeah, that's his son. I didn't know he could rap that well. <laughs> he did his damn thing And Benny Shout out to Benny You know I said it before oh, fam- Family Connect that's Yeah the Family Connect okay. I'm gonna continue right, to say it Like right. He's by far the best member Of Griselda man Like by far That album was spectacular man Oh shit That, that shit was, was real good That shit was good That shit was good at, Like straight through No skips like You've been saying that lately a lot. You said that about. I mean, he's really been in his Savage bag. Joint. He, he he's been, Benny he's the been in his bag, man. Second yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like that shit is real good. Like the shit with Wayne and Sean, that timeless. That shit is fire. And Wayne tapped back in 07 on that bitch. Like that. That was like. That ain't no post 2012 Wayne on that on that record right there. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, I'm lying. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Wayne rolled on that? Yes. The shit with Freddie Gibbs was fire. Meg, how you feel about Benny's album? Shit, I, only, I didn't hear the whole album in complete. I just heard the singles oh, okay. and they're fire. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew, I knew you were going to sit down and take it in soon. Right, so. right, exactly. Yeah, I'm just waiting. You know, waiting for the buzz to die down, get that objective yeah. message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come through. Right. Yeah, let me see what we let what we talk about for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, respect. You was bumping that twenty one when, when you pulled up. Yeah, though, man, right? twenty one. Yeah, that shit was fine. We just talked got about a that couple days week. ago. Mm-hmm. You sold How you it feel to me. About it? I bought it because of you. You was oh, like, okay. you ain't switching. Yeah, I heard riding. Riding was going crazy. But I, I think I told someone a while ago. I think twenty one Savage is the, is the, uh, the modern day Gucci. Like mm. I've always said that people. It don't matter what he dropped. What's going on? If you don't like it, you don't like it. You ain't going to say much. If, but everything you like, you're going to love it. You know what I'm saying? And he just dropped one, and it's slapping all the way through. You know and what I mean? salute to him, because all his songs hit top 100. Yeah. Every so, song on the album hit top 100. The so, modern-day Gucci man is 21 him. Savage. I will, I will definitely stand on that. He's the young nigga's modern day. Because he mean what he say, then he beat the... He had the people come get him from across the water. They love him. He solidified. He solidified, in my opinion. Like, 21 Savage is one. And then he instantly flipped. Like, he started teaching. That's how you knew he wasn't really trying to keep shooting and killing niggas up. He was more so, or rapping about it, he was more so really trying to elevate. Because he was like, yo, I ain't wearing jewelry. Like, I'm off that. Or my watches would cost 100000 You know what I'm saying? Like, he moved into that realm instantly. That's how you know, okay, he trying to move forward what he's doing. Then he gets a Grammy. Then they dropped the video for riding the Grammy. You know what I'm saying? He just... You could tell that 21 Savage is 100% aware of what's happening. That Grammy being that video, he did that for, for literally for black people to see. This is what a Grammy really means. 
It's a trophy. <laughs> I took it to everybody in the hood. They felt this energy. Mm-hmm. I took it to everybody. But it's literally this big. This is it. So that's what all the hype's about. Yeah. And now listen to me talk about shooting niggas up and all. You feel me? Like, that's what 21 did. I respect 21 heavily, though. Like, heavily. Heavily. Because now I don't believe any of his cap. And beating that, dropping good music like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I like, I like the albums. I even mm-hmm. like Issa. I heard you say, Mo, you wasn't... I was cool with Issa. You know what I'm saying? I was cool with... I just cool with the young niggas project because it don't feel like cap. None of what 21 saying feel like cap. It don't feel like cap at all. And Gucci don't feel like he capping. You know what I'm saying? And Gucci was when we was younger. Mm-hmm. So I was 13, I'm, I'm tapping into yeah. when I was young when I was Photoshoot 13, came out. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, whatever. Some other classic joints that hit when we would be at uh, whenever them clubs I can't even remember But some of these clubs out here Gucci going crazy in the He club. actually caught a body Gucci like in a real the situation. dishes You know like, what I'm saying He Come actually on, went through exactly. Some real shit Yeah Gucci had a body He just dropped a, new, um, a compilation album With the new artist On his um, label Oh okay I don't know many people Talking about it but Gotcha He did drop something though He moving in the mogul mode On them boys Cause he, he had always been helping They, they had plenty yeah. of stories Saying Gucci had always been helping But he wasn't trying to Will come and be underneath me, so on, such and such. You know what I mean? It was just love. Mm-hmm. Now that he getting, he doing that. He must. He going. He going to level up in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he about to level up big time. If Gucci got a label into like interior like that, and he putting it out like that, they about mm-hmm. to run it up because Gucci got all the respect. You yeah. feel me? Oh, Detroit and Michigan about to run it up too. They got some talent out there too. Shout out yeah. to Michigan. They shout got. They got some talent out there. Shout yeah, out to Detroit. Detroit. Flint. There. Flint got some talent out there too. Yeah. Flint. Shout out to them niggas. So yeah. Shout, it's out, a, it's Detroit, a shout, out, shout out to Cash. She gonna make. She gonna definitely make it shake out there. Mo, is there any other new music that we didn't uh, touch on that you probably heard? Yeah, Wayne Benny raps there, like a nigga who hungry, bro. Yeah, yeah Wayne in there like I can't come in here and 
pussy monster y'all to death. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ain't got to come in and go crazy. He got to come in and snap because he know Benny's fan base is going to be talking crazy about Wayne if, yep. if he don't, you know what I'm saying? Because Benny <laughs> fan base is the rappers, the ones that say some of some of Benny fans say Wayne the GOAT, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he better get on Benny joint and go crazy. And he did it as such. That's how you know you're a vet. Can't come through with them coochie bars, man. <laughs> nah, nah, no coochie bars from Wayne on this one. Uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> nah, Wayne said he cool on that one for sure. I'm gonna let you get in your bag, man. Uh, your boy won his fourth. Oh so man, what's up? Nah, man, I'm, I'm get your shit off. You when we when we had this when you was on the podcast <sighs> in June, you was anticipating the bubble like, hey, Mike, this shit here is gonna get. And you told me we said we gonna have a conversation. Oh, so now this is the time for the conversation, man. So go ahead, go ahead, make it your shit off. Hey, hey, listen, man, listen, man. I, I need you to get out everything. I need you to get out everything. What you say, Mo? Go ahead, Mo. What you say? Go ahead. It's been entertaining, you know, watching your you tweet, you know, your thoughts in real time during the whole playoff bubble, man. Like. It has been hilarious. Um, hey man, you you relentless man. <laughs> hey, uh, it's a fifth coming. Hold on, hold on. we want our respect. <laughs> 2013, we want our respect. <laughs> 2016, we want our respect twice. And in 2020. We want our goddamn respect. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, cause that's all that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that happened was what the hell I said would happen. They you would go to a gym it. where basketball was the only thing that would matter, and you would find out who cares about basketball. You saw it crumble mentally, and you saw every single thing happen, <laughs> just like I told you. Yeah, you did. I don't want to hear about no player that missed. I don't care about no injuries, cause no injury was that major this playoff run. Everybody showed up. The heart of the players, the people who were dedicated to winning, that's why a fifth seed made it because it spoke highly to their the dog culture. mentality. It talks yeah. it totally spoke to who that organization was ran by. When you and looked the at the end of yeah. it, you saw Pat Riley upstairs and, Eric and when you looked and Eric Sposher, mm-hmm. you looked on the other side, you saw Lakers. You saw because those are the organizations that still to this day, you know what I'm saying? Like they it's rooted in basketball. It's rooted in we're great around here if we got that energy. Well, so I knew you was eating it up when the Clippers lost. Oh, well, you, see, the Clippers, here's the thing about the Clippers. <laughs> Did you think it was going to be 4-1? Like, I mean, just lose 3-1 lead like that. Though. No, I, I didn't see it. I, was, oh my I, God. I honestly wanted the Clippers, though. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you I did. at one point did, attempted to duck the Clippers because, now, they're the funniest. Those are the funniest. The Clippers are the funniest. First off, the Clippers have literally never, like, ever since you've been born or anybody, matter of fact, since the NBA been around, the won Clippers anything. have never won anything. Mm-hmm. And then what really surprised me, I was wrong, I got to admit, I thought the issue was going to be Paul George. But hearing that Lou Will and them had an issue with Kawhi makes the most sense to me. Because first off, oh, yeah, let me get my shit off. This is good. Yeah, this is good. Because I want to just take this. I'm going to take it all the way to college just to make sense for y'all niggas. First off, they call one man the chosen. We ain't talking about no other player. We talking about all players that play right now. Mm -hmm. We call one of these men was a phenom on the front of Sports Illustrated out of high school. We've been watching him forever. Shit, his first commercial they had him with Legends. All right, bet. This is still basket. So now we're not dealing with... His first commercial they had him with Legends. We're not dealing with fans. We're not dealing with none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. We're in a basketball bubble. Kawhi Leonard 
misses 20 games. These guys play every game. Mike, if, if you went to work every day, and I use the same example, if I only had to come to work 25% of the time, but you had to always be there, you're going to feel a way about me unless I've really moved the needle. Unless I, really I got to be needle. LeBron. You got to really, you know what I'm saying? Move the needle. Because yeah. Pat Beverly, he said it to y'all twice. He said, bro, if LeBron say we're not playing, there's no way a Clipper should say that. If it, uh, it, it would be if Kawhi say we're not playing, we're not playing. If it's re- if if Kawhi is really that man of the league, but when another player Mike, says, Mike, what did I tell you, Mike? Mike, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, you told me that. And yesterday. they respect it because them niggas is they real like they real niggas. That's why I'm like Montrez Harrell. They real yeah, niggas. Yeah, Mo, Mo told me yesterday he don't think that you know they probably respect Kawhi on that as no. far as like that level. They yeah. know he not Braun. That's why they looking at it like, nah, the hype may have you like that, but we in the locker room with you, Kawhi. You not that man across the across there, but we got to go outside and act like it because we squad. This is ugly on his on his. Oh resume. my god! And nobody it wants is. to say nothing. Nobody to wants to oh say. Oh my yeah. god, man! But it's ugly on his resume though, because it was expectations for them to win the championship. The Rockets, what they gonna do with the Rockets, man? The Rockets look like they completely fall. In the they about to blow the Rockets up. They about to blow it up. Everybody's finding out that James Harden, while a very good basketball player, originally was a six man on Oklahoma City Thunder. That's how he came into the league, y'all. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. That ain't me throwing shade. That's the facts of it. He was the sixth man, earned his keep. Yeah, he did MVP. He, yeah, he did his thing. They made him a star. Yeah, man, that shit ain't finna get you no ship, though. Yeah, nah. That shit ain't get you no ship. And Russell Westbrook, he should always win Hustle Player of the Year. You got your, your triple double. I at least had that shit going seven games. Yeah, man. I know you were wrong, though. Yeah, that you was, were wrong. That's why that's I like to be. That's why they talk too long. When they be on TV, they talk too long. Don't tell, talk back and forth to Skip. No, Skip, I know what you thought. You was wrong as hell, though. And then let's move forward. Because <laughs> this is what was right. All right? So let's move forward with what was right. I still had the <laughs> niggas winning, though. Who? I mean, at the end of the day, there was no That's what was more disappointing in you. You knew. And that's why I'm like, if you know something coming, don't be putting all the fake argument in the way. Because nah, that shit ain't that real. Was a, that, I felt like that was a legitimate matchup. Did you they? said you said before the bubble kicked off, that would have been a legitimate That was matchup. the only, but that was the, that only, was the only one. one. Yeah, that, yeah. And I said over the Clippers and everybody. Was they the expected Rockets? to beat the Lakers? Let's be real. Who? Who? <laughs> Harden and in, in, in them boys. Mike, no one was expected to beat the Lakers. That's why I picked them. No one but, we need, but everybody need, didn't act like it. And I got all y'all on tape. I got y'all on tape. <laughs> I got y'all two on tape and talking <laughs> stupid. About who? Talk, the Lakers are about to. Who did you bring up? Did you try to bring up Daniel House? I don't know what you had going on. Skip you Bayless sounding, brought up Daniel House. You was in here sounding oh, that, real crazy. That Daniel, that Daniel House Hill? Oh, my God. I didn't die on the Daniel House Hill. I didn't bring that up. Listen here, man. All I know is when the league opened back up next year, respect our mind. And yes, repeat. Okay. Yes, if you would like, yes. And why? I'm not terrified. I'm not afraid of the Knicks. I meant the Nets. The only team, like I said, I'd be terrified of is if the Heat somehow get Giannis. Because what Giannis needs to understand is he will win a championship if he decides to be a number two. Giannis don't need no plays called for him. He don't need no. They don't need. Huh? Go ahead. How do How do you feel about you know everybody uh, speaking so highly about the Warriors? And I I get it. You know the Warriors are still the Warriors at the end of the day, but you know it's it's still a lot of what ifs with them. I think that mojo is gone. Yeah. What's that? I think that mojo is gone as far as like the war, like quote unquote the warriors. The fear, like like the fear the, of yeah, them. Yeah, that shit ain't. That shit I've ain't. Been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of people say that the warriors are still, you know, a top 
two to three team in the West like this this season when it starts. But back. they could be. They are. They hundred percent. They definitely. I mean, two to three. Yeah, they could. Steph be. and Clay still play there, and they gonna still play their style of ball. Like they not gonna bring in enough of a name where it becomes ISO ball. They gonna. Uh, we and did they, got that Andrew, they got Andrew. They got they Andrew. They can Wiggins. get him on. I can actually see them trying to keep him and make him Harrison Barnes again. You know what I mean? A more oh, athletic version of Harrison Barnes. I'm just, but exactly. Yeah. But exactly. Harrison Barnes is steroids. Higher. But yeah. he don't got the engine. He and don't. That, that has he always don't. been It's disappointing. Issue. Yeah, it's disappointing. So, and that's not, you know, me, it's his play. It's it trading around this kid like he's not a number one draft pick. He he had the ceiling like Tracy McGrady, which I saw. Yeah. But it's like his engine ain't, like you said, his engine ain't. I, I put T-Mac, an un, unathletic version to me is James Harden. Like so a scoring just period. Like if the fact James Harden just plays one on he plays one on one, mm-hmm. such and T Mac plays completely different. But mm-hmm. with what their careers will be sold up to, I, I think thought about that the without other day. a ring. He's he's, he's an MVP. Yeah, yeah. He's T Mac with with the MVP. Like that's who James Harden is. That's yeah. what it'll I don't down. see that as a shot though. But to answer it's, your question, it's, it's a fair assessment. Yeah, I think so. It's I, a fair assessment. I think the Warriors gonna be all right though. Um, Culture wise, they play team ball. They was they was killing everybody. Ahead of the game, I think the game's gotten bigger again, and I think that they're coming off injuries. People will be able to guard them because they're just smaller. You know what I mean? It's they're not freak of nature athletes. They got to use a lot of their wheels to get open. So you got a torn ACL trying to come off. Of, you know what I mean? So I think they they get them taken deep out in that water, that Western Conference Finals water. I think that that's where we'll find out. You know what I mean about their health and things like that. Like, and it's just because it's real. Like this ACLs is. You know, foot bones in their foot. These guys have really been hurt, and right. since I'm sitting here with a torn Achilles, I'm, I'm like, oh, that's why I'm like, I'm not really. The KD situation is is interesting, like because it's a mental aspect to this shit. You know what I mean? You you tear something, mm-hmm. then you got going on a basketball court. If you ain't never tore nothing before, you never mm-hmm. heard nothing. It's a different energy when I really need to step across and rip through on LeBron right now and go dunk on Javale. But damn, you know what I mean? Like. Is this so? It's one of those things that a lot of that they got to beat. That's gonna be tough. Kyrie's injury prone. Like really? he's injury prone, and, and I really can't wait till they get to, if they were to get to the finals, because then the defender of who he is, which is what nobody's gonna talk about all year, is gonna become a stain for the Nets. Like his defense is gonna become a huge stain because in the finals, it's not about who you can cross over and ooh and ah. In the finals, is you notice that uh, I was telling y'all, y'all have it, a top be- it becomes about yeah. two point buckets. Jimmy Buck, Jimmy. Jimmy, remember? Mm-hmm. Twice? All twos? That's what playoff basketball be about. That's why I the regular season be hype because ain't nobody really guarding y'all like that. But when I'm guarding you and this shot got to go in, you get closer to the basket, not further away. The intensity kick. Absolutely. That's yeah. basketball. So when you see a man go, that's that's playoff. That's the difference between playoff basketball and regular season. When playoff basketball begins, everything slows down and moves closer. Regular season, we don't really care what happens. Now, the bigger teams, the teams that are like the Lakers, the Clippers, the teams who are getting themselves ready for the playoffs, they're practicing plays. Like, everybody has a different re- – like, everyone on the court ain't trying to win the same way during the regular season. That's just not the truth because certain people are implementing other things. The Lakers don't even – they didn't even adjust during regular season. They would just do what they would do. And if they lost, they would lose. You know what I mean? But most of the nights, <laughs> they the will playoffs, win. They made a lot of adjustments. A lot of adjustments. I, I, I give Vogel some credit for that. Mm-hmm. For but sure. I think we talked about it. Why they was crushing the Lakers staff and saying that Jason Kidd was here to take somebody's job. They got a bunch of head coaches, which means you got a bunch of leaders on that bench. You feel me? So they know how to be number two as well. Head coaches know how to be a number two because they were a number one. 
That's like some empathy there. You know what I mean? That's like being a leader. Like, look across. I would like a bunch of head coaches as my assistants. I definitely see a repeat coming, though, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I I, I like one. I like one. I think the third one's going to be the toughest. I think the third one's going to be the last time anyone calls Bron the best in the game. I think this is the last one. You ain't really over that convo, though? Uh, As far as, like, that Jordan Bron shit? No, I'm talking about uh, in regular NBA. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were talking about all time. I don't even discuss it. Oh, yeah, because I don't I discuss feel, that yeah, shit. Yeah, the way no I feel yeah, about yeah. it is what I feel. Mm-hmm. And I, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah go but ahead. in regards to the regular NBA, <laughs> I think it'll be this convert this year. It'll be a pretty good one. I think AD goes crazy next year. I think AD goes MVP level next year. I think Brian them will pull off the Chris Paul situation. I've always sort of in my soul felt that before it even happened. Banana boat. They're going to really banana boat it. And plus, CP need that ring. CP, no, he don't retire with a ring. It's just you could be NBPA, you could be Olympic all you want. You don't get a ring, CP3. You can't come in this room. And him and Braun still, I mean, that's that man godfather of this child and shit. So, and they NBA tight up top. That's going to happen. That's just how I feel. Yeah, like, you know I mean, I, I can't see him going to the Clippers. He rode, he rode that horse already. He ain't going back down that. No. And the no, only no, team no. that he would restructure. And Doc going. And the only team he restructured a deal for would be a situation where his boy is there. LeBron, yeah. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. he's not going to us to not win a ring. You feel me? Like no, he, I feel you. So he know if he go out there rocking with Giannis, that's cool in Milwaukee. But KD and what's name could deal with us. He know that. Chris Paul ain't crazy. Because he done played with Harden. He done play, you know what I mean? He done took the thunder and did what he did. So I think I think the Nuggets are going to be good next year. I like the Nuggets. I think the Warriors will be two or three. I think the Clippers slide. Uh, and just to tell the truth about the Clippers – the Clippers are uh, the team, all right? The team, somebody, like, <laughs> they come to the gym and they all hustle. They all play real hard, right? And they talk a lot. And probably five of them, like, out of the 11 of them can fight, like, when you're young. Like, as if I can try to relate it to that type of team. They dogs. Everybody talk about them. They got two niggas that probably made first team and then another dude that's honorable mention. Because mm-hmm. that's what those dudes are. One couple dudes first team. But they who they were up against, like at the core, you could tell if a basketball player is better, literally through how they came. Y'all say Michael Jordan's the best player of all time, right? Cool. Where'd he come from? Came from North Carolina. It's like he came through North Carolina. He then he went to Chicago. He like it's in his blood, right? Certain guys be number twos for life. Paul George is a number two for life. He was a number two. When they tried to make him a number one, remember? Yeah, because Danny Granger was a leader. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they, they tried to make him. A, he's always been that. Kawhi Leonard is a beneficiary of greatness, period. He's a beneficiary of the Spurs, that ilk that they cut from, and guarding. It's even, he even got MVP for guarding greatness. Like, that's what he got. He was never more. That's why Paul, uh, Pat Beverly, and all them had their opinion on him. You don't feel you don't feel like he, he gets a little bit more credit, though, for that because – he was able to do something DeMar DeRozan couldn't. Fam, no, no. KD and West Nana wasn't there. DeMar DeRozan would have beat LeBron them if LeBron wasn't there. That's a fact. I mean, well, look at DeMar DeRozan and San Antonio. Them boys barely getting in the playoffs. Because it's tougher in the West. It is. It's tougher in the West. Every night you got Dame Dillard walking to your building. Here come Russell Westbrook walking to your building. But that's what I'm asking you. So it, could there be a little bit more? Because when Kawhi was in San Antonio, he was in the playoffs every year. He was, w- he was with them guys, bro. I'm talking about post-dunking in them. 
I'm talking. That's what I'm talking. Okay, about. so then let's go back and look at the West. Like I just put put it all in order. I mean, he got hurt in the first round. Well, the Western Conference Final against the Spurs. But other than that, outside of that, he was in the playoffs every year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the Bucks was number one in the East. No, I'm just asking as far as like him. You don't feel like him being. I feel like Kawhi Leonard. I don't feel like Kawhi. I never got on the train and said that he was the best player in the NBA. Like even when he was hurt, even with KD now, I don't do the dropping the dropping a player down when they get hurt. Like when Kawhi Leonard got hurt, a lot of people just dropped him down significantly. And I was one of the only people who was like, nah, he's still that man. And then when he won the championship at Toronto, everybody just went, went crazy. You had Colin Coward saying that if he win this year, he's top five all time. But it's just like, I feel like with Kawhi Leonard, he's not in the Jordan, LeBron, Kobe class, but he's right up under there. You see what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. have to give so- somewhat of that credit because if he's, you telling me he's in the same class with Paul George, with uh, Jimmy Butler? I can't say that. He's a, he's a one, I mean, if you make he's a one, one guy. If you may keep it a hundred bean, yeah, I could put Jimmy with him. Okay. I watched Jimmy Butler carry a team to the finals with nothing else. With no name, with no name, he took a couple young bulls, some energy and some heart to the finals in a bubble where basketball matters. So yeah, I'll take Jimmy Butler for sure. But then he did the same thing too, though. Huh? He did the same thing too, though, with Toronto in the same conference. Oh no, y'all ain't gonna act like Pascal Siakam ain't somebody. Y'all ain't gonna act like Van Fleet ain't somebody. Y'all ain't gonna act like that. I mean, gonna act like Kyle Lowry ain't been in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I'm saying though, that, that matters. But I'm saying though, if you're gonna give Jimmy Butler that same just do, yeah. ain't like he had a whole bunch of like no names on the Heat. They got some names on the Heat. You who? see what I'm saying? Who? You know me. Pull them up. <laughs> you mean to tell me Kyle Lowry and Drogic is not in the same? Not nope. in the same class? Nope. How are they not? They not. They just not like Kyle Lowry's an okay. Eastern Conference. Regular. He goes to the All Star often. He he. He goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. Drogic ain't doing that. He's a journeyman. He's a very good journeyman. Yeah. I put, uh, I put Bam and Pascal in the same class. He just I said, but, okay, cool, but athletic, <laughs> like, like y'all see that projecting it on him, but Bam ain't did that yet. Pascal Siakam has already done it. That's fact. But what I'm saying is what Jimmy Butler did and what Kawhi Leonard did on their respective teams is kind of the same shit, except Kawhi just won a ring. Jimmy Butler didn't win a ring. To me, it's the same thing. So if you're going to give Jimmy Butler credit for doing that, then everybody's saying, well, Ka- well, Kawhi didn't win. LeBron wasn't there. Well, LeBron wasn't in the Eastern Conference this year with Jimmy Butler. But y'all give Jimmy Butler all this credit. Why well, Kawhi can't get that scene just do? Well, I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you talking to a nigga that I tell you, I don't think the Clippers no, I'm just will, talking as far will as ever win finals, anything they did ever. The same thing. Man, every history repeats itself. Go back, look, at, look, look up the stories. There's a, there was another time when the world was hype on the Clippers. Yep, it happened. They probably made the playoffs, and all the hype ended in the second round. I ain't dealing with the Clippers, man. They they, they hired two number two hitters. Kawhi Leonard, very good. So you good. don't feel like Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard is a franchise player? No, because he's not a leader. He don't, he not The leaders of teams do everything. That's why you either hate or love the leader. There is no middle ground on the leadership. It is what the fuck it is, dog. Mm-hmm. If I'm running shit around here, I'm going to take up the brute. I'm not gonna be the quiet man. I damn sure can't live in San Diego and fly in. Even if I'm, even if I'm, uh, low management, I can't fly from a whole nother city and hold y'all up. So who's the franchise players in the league right now? Franchise, franchise. Who's franchise players right now? I like, obviously, we know the champ, of course. I honestly, I really, I, I ain't gonna lie. I learned a lot. I earned a lot of respect for Jimmy Butler. Uh, 
I don't I I like Tatum's I can't really I can't really give it to Tatum just yet. And it's just more so that Duke blood in him. That Duke is creeping in there. Uh I'm not really big on Embiid or Simmons. I think a lot of those cats were just getting rich. Um, I think they're talented, but I don't think they really understand the blessing that they have yet. So I don't think they are really valuing basketball the way they should because Embiid should be a monster, like, period. Uh, Like, franchise, do it all, Harden, Chris Paul, Braun. Kevin Durant. K, I mean, yeah, KD, but KD's Steph Curry, yeah, Steph, like those, like those type of guys, the other statesmen of the league. Those Giannis. are, those are not really. Giannis still a kid, man. Giannis still really trying to figure things out, and people gotta let him do that. They gotta let him figure it out. Okay. Yeah, because they trying to put too much on the kid. He's, I think the Lakers got two of them. He's AD and Bron. So it's Bron, AD for me, KD, um, Harden, Steph. Uh, I'm sorry, man. You gotta pass the ball to the big man. Yeah, that's what I don't think AD's going to I feel like I'm missing somebody. Um, By franchise player, you mean like can do it. They're going to do everything for Like you say, be the man. Like you feel like Kawhi Leonard is not a franchise player? Yeah. I feel like Kawhi is one of those players. Um, I I feel like Kawhi Leonard is one hell of a teammate. That's what I feel like. As far as potential, as far as potential franchise players, I would say Tatum, Luka, Trey Young. I like Luca's energy. I learned a lot about Luca in the playoffs. I think next year Luca be very good in the playoffs. He learned that in the playoffs they don't care about what you did in the regular season. He didn't know that. You could tell because of how much he was getting on the refs. You could tell he Luka didn't know. Luca also learned that they don't care about you know how you feel neither because they gonna beat your ass. Exactly. And exactly. his defense gotta get better. I don't think I don't think he was used to that type of play. Not at all. But next year I think they got a big problem on their hands because that young man gonna really like overseas the way they play in the playoffs. Is the same way in the regular season. You he loves basketball. Yeah, he loves it. He loves basketball. Luca's gonna be better. Luca yeah. was the white kid in the in the hood that he was the only white kid out there on the court. That the, you know what I mean? Because he's not afraid of anybody. So, I like Luca's energy. Mm-hmm. I think that he's it's deceitful how he gets to the bucket though. He just don't look that fast. It's, no, it's, it's, it, really, it's really crazy how easy it is for him to get to the bucket, right? Though. But in the playoffs, it was no. Nah, he still was getting off in the playoffs. When you really, when you really watch him get to the bucket, it's like how how is he doing this? I don't know, but he get busy though. I think K, him and KP are gonna be solid. I actually think they don't need anything else. Honestly, I think they're. I think that the Mavericks are. They can get a maybe a three. Uh, Somebody got to lose a in swing the playoffs, man. man. Somebody got to lose in the playoffs. Everybody just can't. You could just have all the pieces that you need, but you're going to lose sometimes. Somebody, ha- somebody has to lose. Yeah. That's how I look at it. So a lot of teams really don't need a whole bunch of adjustments. It's just about, you know. The Ma- in my opinion, I thought the Mavs cool because Tim yeah. Hardaway was killing. He was killing this season. Who? Tim Hardaway. Oh, Tim yeah. Hardaway but they need a swing man. They need a like a Trevor Ariza type because KP is too tall to be that on the defensive side. He could be a help side block guy, but they need a – Two-way guy that could, like Kawhi. Oh man, if Kawhi was in D- Dallas, whoo, them boys yeah, be unstable. Them boys be un- that boy untouchable. That ain't going nowhere though, cause uh, he rose trade uh, to the Lakers more likely this season than last season. <laughs> That's crazy. That'd be crazy for my boy to get I'll one. I take, I take, I definitely take D Rose. But um, I mean, as far as Jimmy Butler and Giannis, that'd be good. I feel like Giannis is a is a franchise player. I feel like he got to grow more mentally. Um. With Jimmy Butler, man, it's 
His Jimmy, game just don't got. He Jimmy, just don't got Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is a great, but he's not a guy that I would look at like if I was in the NBA draft. I'm picking him to build my team around. No, you just want you him on your saying? team. I just want him on my team. Yeah, so I, in that aspect, and he comes from, you know, grinding. He went to community college. Then he got a he got a scholarship offer to Marquette. He got drafted late first round. You know, he grew from a, you know, a project. Not even necessarily a project. Like he was just like a. He's like a tweener type guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he D-way. elevated. He grew. Yeah. He grew his game and shit like that. So I give him a lot of credit because a lot of players haven't done what Jimmy Butler has done. Coming from where he came from, he wasn't the top five pick. He wasn't projected to be this great player. But I just feel like he's good where he's at, and it's not an indictment on him to be, like, you know, a, a number one guy. I think – I don't think Jimmy has to be a number one guy. I don't look at him as a number one guy. I feel like if he gets a number one guy next to him, it'll make him even better because mm. it'll take the weight off of him for having to – see, like, what he did in the playoff, that playoff game, he had all this 40 and shit like that, like – he did it, but he wasn't able to do it, you know, for for yeah, to yeah, win four yeah, no, games. No, 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 it's not greatness. I seen no. certain play like I seen Dwayne Wade do that. I yeah. seen Dwayne Wade down 0-2 in the finals and do it four straight games. You see what I'm saying? Because he has that superstar ability in him to do it. Jimmy Butler, not to say that he has to be Dwayne Wade. It's okay, you are who you are, but mm-hmm. he's just not of that ilk. But, but of course, I mean, I know Wade did what he did in all the points, but Wade had teammates and he had some good ones out there with him. So Jimmy ain't have what what's name had, but Jimmy had the will that Wade that Wade had. And that's really He'll always thing. have will. That's what you need though. You need that in a couple of teammates and those guys win a bunch of championships. I take Jimmy Butler, that's all I'm saying. I take him. He I pay him. He's a he is I take him. Period. I think Embiid is on the outcast of that too, like you said. I feel like because he should be a monster as well. I think it's because they're international players, man. I, and I've always felt like I feel that way about Giannis, and I feel that way about Embiid. Like their idea of domination is what the, like America has told them, like versus what they know it to be. Like Gian, like Giannis. I feel like they came Giannis. over here expecting it to be royalty. Like the, yeah, like the shot that Giannis threw at Harden a while ago. <laughs> like I, only reason why I bring it up because it just tells me like it, you look like you learned how to joke watching people joke on people. <laughs> it didn't look like it was genuine. You, it didn't have the sarcasm. It like you just learned how to throw a jab at somebody. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Then when James Harden gave it back, it was that's how you deliver mm. that. You feel me? That's how it's delivered, Giannis. It's like come watching coming to America with these cats. So I'm like, uh, and, then, and then when Harden when Harden threw his back, Giannis was on his nice guy shit. Because he doesn't really know how to do that dance. <laughs> they don't really know how to do that dance. They cool people. They mm-hmm. international people. Yes, we all share the same pigmentation, but you have to admit you grew up different than us. You know what I'm saying? Embiid, they telling you a boss, but Embiid is too caught up in the highlights, the commercials. Like, it's just, you don't need nobody to tell you. He doing them. Shaq would do the commercials and then go give you 60. Yeah. That, but they don't understand that. That's why Shaq is Shaq, because he was doing it on both places. You see what I'm saying? Shaq had 900 commercials, and then Shaq had 900 points. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's what Shaq was doing. I see a lot of slew of that going on in terms of like the com- – I see like in football with Baker Mayfield, he got more commercials than fucking Aaron Rodgers. And you see they he cut him this year. Nothing. They cut him this year. It was not that many Baker Mayfield commercials. <laughs> and Baker Mayfield made a joke about it on Hulu. Y'all said I'm doing too many commercials. The boys 4-1 right now. Yeah, he did say that on his Hulu. He commercial. said on his Hulu commercial. He yeah. said, "Y'all said I'm making too many commercials. We true. Nah, it's true. Just get out here, get it done. Yeah, man. get it done. Then do the do that stuff. Right. After. Hit the ground first, blood. You gotta hit the ground first. 
Yeah, earn your keep around here. That's all they say about. It. That's, That's why they like. Why you at the table with Aaron Rodgers? You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at. It. Like Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers got a commercial together. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? I can't respect the Aaron Rodgers and not saying that they do have one, but I can see Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes at a table together. And he's what three years into his career, but he's Super Bowl MVP. He's a league MVP. He just signed for 500 million. He possibly could get another ring this year. But Baker Mayfield is like my nigga. What have you done? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And even Patrick Mahomes will tell y'all that. He's at the table with Aaron Rodgers. See how that works? Patrick Mahomes would say, I'm at the table with A-Rod. It and wouldn't be I, the other way around because it's a respect factor that them young boys And when I look have. at Patrick, it's like you said with Shaq. Patrick going to give you this on this commercial. Absolutely. But he's also going to give you this on the football Absolutely. field. And that's where it separates Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield Absolutely. for me because at the end of the day, you was the number one overall pick, not Patrick. Nope. Patrick was just a, a guy from Texas Tech. With a big arm, you see what I'm saying? And yeah, only person who knew what Patrick Mahomes was going to be was Andy Reid. And that's who you got to get. Everybody be on this, oh, you know, th- nobody knew Patrick Mahomes was going to be this. Nobody knew. It was Mitchell Trubisky, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Those were the guys in that draft that year. I remember clear as day. So when the Chiefs traded up from 20-something to 12 to get Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, okay, Andy Reid must know something because I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. And I didn't know he was going to be what the fuck he was going to be. So, at the end of the day, you just got to – that's where you separate it. And like you said, with basketball, it's like, you know, motherfuckers separate themselves. And that's why I said a few weeks back, it's going to be a possibility that James Harden is going to retire ringless. And that's cool. Everybody can't get it. You see what I'm saying? Everybody can't retire with a ring. Everybody can't retire with a ring. Plus, man, these cats, is they got different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I gave it what I gave it. They may get one later. He may change his game up so he can get one. You just never know. But mm-hmm. then when you change your game up, you got to be comfortable losing all that people are talking about. You got to be losing like the popularity. Be more, I feel like he would be more better suited with a, uh, him going back to his mid-range game before he got there, Tony. So when he was under uh, – I forgot who the previous head coach. He was taking a lot more twos. You see what I'm saying? Like his mid-range game McHale. was – Yeah, Mikhail. He, he, his mid-range games was a lot more – Utilize versus under Dan Tony. Was Dan Tony took him and did make him a point guard, and that that did give him another element to his game. Like I, I would say that, but as far as like utilizing the mid range a lot more, that'd be more beneficial for. If James I was coaching Harden. James Harden. I give James Harden a seven second rule. I give him a seven second rule, and it would always be off some sort of action. Like he would be coming off of something, not have him dribble it up. He'd be coming down off of a off pin ball. down because yeah. of how dangerous he is. But That's they, scoring. Yeah. but what's happening is people think because you're dangerous, you got to always have the ball. ball in your hand. So his game is good. It just needs to be put in motion. It's not in motion. A lot of people say still. he'd be more beneficial off. Like, exactly. Off That's ball. what I just put yeah. him in off ball. He, But he can still, at the end of the game. You can still you, get your points being off ball. Yeah. And But you can get it on ball too at the end of the game. Now it's time for the game to slow down. Then hand him the ball. Can't nobody stop him. Now you're using his powers to the strengths. You're using them to the strengths for the team. But during the game, man, I have I have him coming off flex screens because by the time he catches it, you got a defender running at James Harden. Now he's already at an advantage. He got pity pat. So if a dude's coming off a screen trying to get to James Harden, that's different than him at the top of the key and three men are looking at him. It don't, I don't care if you right. score 60. If I put you in motion, if you're that bad, you're going to score 65. Mm-hmm. Your average is going to go up because your points are going to be a little bit easier. But if that's what all James Harden, he needs a coach. James Harden needs a coach, and it got to be a coach that they, them dudes respect. You feel me? Like, hey, this is what you're going to do because this is going to work for you. But that's all Harden need, and all Russell Westbrook needs is the same thing. Do you think LeBron's four championship boosts his legacy? 
or it just remain where it's at? No, of course it's boosted. You anybody, think so? yeah, anything that adds, you know what I mean? Anything that first play to win with three yeah, different teams. Come on, yeah, yeah, of course. I think the next one is where we're just like I said, the fifth ring you're moving into. It's just not even about the guys that are playing in the NBA now anymore. Mm-hmm. When he go, when he gets, when he goes to five, and especially if he gets his fifth MVP, I don't think he will. I think this, is and that'll be multiple on two different teams. Yeah, I think that'll. Be, I think this is the end of it. Even though I don't feel the same way everybody man, else does about play, Anthony he Davis. He might can play to forty. Man. No, but I'm talking about at, at the Finals MVP level. Finals MVP. Yeah, level? I don't see him wanting to, because he's very much a realist. He's very much a realist. I think because mm-hmm. he know once he start working out the way he work out, his body is literally gonna. He gonna receive the Naturally. everything that he's done to it. It's just, Naturally, exactly. Naturally. So he know he can't hold it off forever, but he know that they still working. You see what I'm saying? Rich Paul, Maverick. It's a lot going on. He's 35. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So his son getting ready to come. Like I'm just thinking, it was business move. If we would keep it a buck, it 100 percent has something to do. That's with what I think. Like, uh, and when when but I said that, I think a lot of people took it and just masked it as yeah. okay. Mike is saying that it was 100. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that. Of course, no. the nigga want to win a championship ring. Yeah. But you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it, it was a business move, but it just he basketball is a part of his part of the business. That's exactly. what everybody got to yeah, understand. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. LeBron's job. Ain't nobody watching his shows. Listening to his none of nothing of he ain't winning no championships. You, think you see so? what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, because that's like that's them on the level that they want it. Okay. Yeah, a couple people will. Yeah, you could be. No, I ain't gonna say no name, but yeah, you could be whatever player tiered out. But if you want to be LBJ, yeah, man, it's three days after the season over, you gotta be back in the gym because Rich Paul and Maverick are talking to business people right now. They out signing Trey Young right now. So for you, so for you, yeah. where does this put him on Lakers' uh, greatness? I think he got. I think he got to get a people one more, just because of the Lakers fans. So where he's at fans. right now? I, well, I don't know wherever they got him at. To me, if there's there's Shaq, there's whoever. Just, the just run court. off the names for you. Oh, Shaq. Uh, well, Kareem, Magic, Shaq, Kobe, Bron. That's where like that's okay. where it's at, and that's complete respect with everybody else. I think I said Kareem, Magic. <laughs> I think I said Shaq and Kobe. Right, I think I got the big dogs. No, no, you, you. And I then Bron. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the I truth. I would throw Will in there. Yeah, but I mean, he's cool, but he would be six. Okay. Yeah, these dudes would be six, man. Yeah, y- y'all ain't finna put Jerry West top of the game with one and nine. And that's that's all I've been saying, man. <laughs> and dog one and oh. I'm like, bro, this man, this man is one and eight in the finals. If yeah. LeBron was one and eight in the finals, we would never be having this conversation about LeBron at all. No. So how how is LeBron? How's, how's Jerry West so much better the Lakers than LeBron already? Come on, man. They know you're you know not. Saying? They know you're not, Mo. You did a lot, man. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I was just talking about with the franchise itself, but, I mean, as far as his legacy, man, like, him winning the third on a different team, like, never been done. Never been done as the man. Yeah, that's a lot. That says a lot. Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah, man. I'm trying to tell you. Two different conferences. Yeah. B- both sides of the coast, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, I really do think they're gonna repeat though. Yeah. Um, I don't got no energy for nobody no more. Honestly, when it comes to basketball though. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I mean, I respectfully. I don't got no more energy for like not for the back and forth. Yeah, this was is, the last it's, year it's that proven. I was gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. It was proven. Yeah. It was proven. Shout out to True to Your Soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old days. I, old days. I never. I always go back to that because all that shit y'all said, y'all was wrong too. You know what I'm saying? So. Eat it and deal I think, with it. I think, I think, <laughs> eat it and deal with it. I think for LeBron, and I always said this, um, as far as like the rings aspect, the ring is a, but I always felt like the finals MVP really solidified a motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of guys can get the ring, but if you was the finals MVP, 
and you got multiple finals MVPs, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. That really says a lot to the greatness of you as a player. Like, and for that, for him to have four, go four for four with rings and finals MVPs, that says a lot because that tells me at no, at not one point in the final stage that he slipped off. Nah, he was able to rack up every finals MVP, yeah, every championship he won. He was blocking Russell Westbrook shots and dunking on Russell Westbrook. <laughs> like, like, yo, it's 17 years, man. Mm-hmm. What's going on right now, B? It's just some different energy, man. It ain't even nothing to be on no... I ain't never seen this before. I'd be lying to say, you know what I'm saying? I seen. I ain't seen this. None of us have. We need to roll with that, though. He's outlasting everybody this. in this class. And he's still hooping. Mm-hmm. Not only is he outlasting these cats, he's still at top of the... That ain't no cake. There ain't no riding. That's just some facts. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That's like y'all dominating, like, it's like Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all cats is running Drake. Like, Kanye, you cats is still around. Mm-hmm. You know how many shit. rappers only be around three years? Two minutes? Facts. These dudes have been around life, our whole lifetime. A whole lifetime. Come still on, putting man. Still putting quality work. These dudes, that's, that's just greatness. That's all it is. Come on, man. You talking about rap. Shit, it's hard for rapping to maintain, Come on. like, for more than five years. Let's talk about That's it. That's why left? I always talk about, like, when it comes to Wayne, it's like, when I talk about a peak rapper, there's not a peak rapper reaching that level in his in his prime. People say, well, his run. I'm like, you talking about a, a rap run? Like, that shit, how many rappers, niggas be hot for a year, two years. We talking about a nigga who was consistently 05, 06, 07, 08, 09, the best motherfucker out here, hands down, for five straight years Ain't nobody else Really did that Except for Hove And then you had Drake come and did his thing But a lot of these niggas Can't maintain That's why I talk about With T.I. T.I. has always Yeah T.I. is one of them He's never been a nigga To not put out A whack project yeah, no And projects. it's a lot of rappers Who put out They got more whack projects Than they got good projects yeah. You know what I'm saying Like If you can remain consistent Ross is another one you know what I'm saying? I used, to shit on, I used to shit on Hood Billionaire. I go back and I listen to Hood Billionaire now. Yeah. I didn't appreciate that album in 2014 like I do now because that album is really good and it aged well over time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he Ross don't go, that's another one with, not a, with a bad project. Ross probably wasn't talking, you know what I mean, to you at that time in your life. Because Ross, 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 I felt like it Jay-Z. was rushed at that time. Maybe because we had just got Mastermind, so I really wasn't grasping it like that. But Hood Billionaire is a really good album, man. Yeah, yeah right? it's a really it's good right. album. I, I, I don't got nothing. I, the dudes that know themselves, T.I.'s or Ross's, what they doing, they not trying to be out there and be nothing else. Mm-hmm. Them dudes always going to give you good projects. Always. Because they're content with saying, like, I think there was some footage with Ross where he was like, yo, they like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they like this and they he like that I do this outdated. you know what I'm saying he never so, sounds outdated either right. let's do this let's keep doing this let's make this good and make this current for the people but this is what they like mm-hmm. this don't make me whack for giving the people what they like the people pay my bills it make me smart for giving the people what they like you know what I'm saying if it's trash that's a different and trash is you know that's a thing based on individuals so but Roselle make the decision on that if it's bad and, it, and the way the MMG shit look like it's ran they not doing much capping to each other. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I expect their projects to be solid as a collective. You know what I mean? Like, I expect Meek's projects to be, mm-hmm. for the most part, solid. Mm-hmm. Wale's to be solid. You know what I mean? Solid overall just because of the energy that them, them boys got in that room. Yeah, man. Rosé get off, though, man. Yeah, he do. Rosé ain't missing. <laughs> Rosé stunted on that versus. I know that's old, but he stunted on that versus. Him mm-hmm. and Chains. I, Chains, I, I rock with Chains heavy, so... But this season was one for the books, man. Yeah, one for the books. Like oh, I he's said, in the NFL, NBA. Yeah, yeah, one of the greatest rings, man. Yeah, hardest to win too. So, 
Yeah, we'll definitely see what's, what's kicking for next year. We got anything else, man, before we get up out of here? Nah, man. I think. JT, you a Cowboys fan, right? Yeah. Say again. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to get off this podcast. I'm just trying to. He's trying to close it out. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Cowboys fan. Big time. Big time. No, no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing for sure. For sure. No, nah, I am. For sure. Nah, he definitely a Cowboys fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. fan. Sure. It's just, I'm at a point in my life. Like. You gotta accept certain things. Like I talk, we talk a lot of trash to Mike. You know what I'm saying about the Bulls, and they ain't won since. You know what I'm saying? But the Cowboys ain't won since the '90s either, baby. And just because you know the world call them America team, they are. You know what I'm saying? But we still ain't won shit. You can be America team all you want. It's actually worse <laughs> to be America's team and still getting your ass kicked like this. So uh, I'm at a point with Dallas where they just need to show me. Period. You know what I'm saying? How you how you feel about the Dak injury? Uh, for the team, actually, I think they're going to win. I think they're gonna win more games, like more impactful games. Uh, I just because Andy Dalton, why he they didn't win, why Andy Dalton didn't win in the playoffs, he won in the regular season. And Andy Dalton is yeah. he's very he's he's beyond capable. No, he is. Yeah, he is, he's this solid. Is, he's he's solid. not even. This is not even a like. You know what I mean? It's not hyperbole to say that Andy nah, Dalton could he's go in a deep playoff run because he was with Marvin. Who knows what was happening there? I mean, Pac Man was over there. There was a lot of stuff that took place in that <laughs> locker room. Yeah. But that's and fact. they had some solid teams, but they just couldn't get. That was a dysfunctional team. Exactly. So I, I'm. I think I really. Andy's believe it in a or not, I like Andy Dalton because I was. I'm one of the people that you believe, like the signing. Actually, I, I believe that. Uh, I'm still a person that believes that Tony Romo, that next year in Dak's first year, I do believe Romo would have went to. We went to the bowl that year. Yeah, because y'all lost in the divisional. Y'all I had believe a great team that year. And the only reason we lost because of the duel. Like it was young, and Dak got started late. But if Romo could have stayed up right and he had Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. I really feel like Tony Romo – or he would have threw an interception like he do. But Romo would have did more than what Dak did. That was a real good team that year, 2016. Yeah. That was a real good team. They, they tossed one in the air on that one. But uh, tough, tough for so Dak. you're rolling with Andy, huh? Tough for Dak, but I'm not mad. That's why you pay your backup $8 because this is football. You do got to invest uh, in a solid backup. And, yes. and, Andy, and Andy Dalton actually got wheels. I mean, he actually run a little bit. He's not no little dude. You know what I mean? You know who I, re- I respect Andy Dog. Yeah, I, I, I respect Andy Dog. I think McCarthy is, I think McCarthy is my problem, or whatever his name is. Mike McCarthy. I didn't think he was gonna be my problem. I didn't think he was gonna be my problem. Y'all just gotta get the defense together. Y'all could put up all the. But points. he know that. That's why I think he's my problem. Saying, yeah. Because he didn't care about that in in Green Bay. But the only difference is you, you don't got Aaron Rodgers. You cannot care about defense when you got Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. now all your flaws are showing because Dak ain't a Rod. Exactly. That's exactly what the issue is. And y'all still putting up 38 a game and still losing. Y'all got to get the defense together. Yeah, oh, for sure. Who is the D.C. anyway? Who? You don't know? Uh, no. It's yeah. not the, uh, who. I don't know those people. That's a great point you bring up, though, because <laughs> if, if you got Aaron Rodgers, you, yeah, like you said, you don't a lot have of flaws are like covered that. up, yeah. But your defense at Dallas, and y'all got some dogs. That's what I'm saying. Like, but what not the in the secondary. We need, we need a coach <laughs> in the secondary. Just one. Earl, somebody signed. Jerry. Jerry, <laughs> please sign Earl Thomas. I don't care if he puts right, two McCartney, teammates in the face. McCartney definitely, uh, McCartney definitely hit behind Erod for a long time. Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. A lot of great, a lot of coaches did that, but he definitely did that because he could score a lot of points, Mo. But you're not coaching the team; you're just over here scoring points. You, you are Mike D'Antoni with a ring in the NFL. That's mm. who you are. That's a fair. Comparison. And you're not, and you're not Andy Reid because. Andy Reid was Mike D'Antoni. I said that before on the show. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, was yeah. Mike D'Antoni. He was Mike D'Antoni. He was the new guy with the who Mike Chip, McCarthy's Mike Chip D'Antoni tried now. to come in and do. You know, Chip Kelly tried to that outdo Andy Reid. That yeah. was a hot. That was hot. Chip mess. Kelly was the wildcat. You know what I'm saying? The coaches, and now 
Yeah, Mike McCarthy definitely is Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. McCarthy is yeah, Mike is. D'Antoni. And that's what we got. Some more hype. Because he's not coaching the defense at all. No, he's not. Are he's you not. even saying something to them is my question. <laughs> but y'all can score all the points in the world. Y'all definitely can score. Ain't like y'all ain't got the dogs on offense. Y'all got the dogs on offense. And y'all play football. Y'all know what it was like when y'all was younger playing. Like, yo, the defense getting dragged. Y'all talking shit to each other. <laughs> so what you think the NFL locker room is like? Yo, y'all getting y'all ass but You feel me? <laughs> Come on, man. They need to get it figured out. They got to get it. Y'all can still win that division, too. So Yeah, yeah we going yeah, to win the division. You know what that's about? What did you say? I say Drew know what that's about, in it, Drew? Oh, Drew got beef with Phillip Rivers right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Drew definitely got beef with them boys, right? Uh, with Phillip Rivers more so. Yeah, if y'all get some, y'all get somebody to stuff. I mean, y'all paying D. Lawrence all his money. He ain't getting not one sack. Cause, well, because that's what happens when they give you the check and then you get double team. Now they know you that man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not that's when you find out who that man is. When you give him the but money, my whole thing is still other niggas can step up on the D line. That could be more beneficial to D Law. You see what I'm saying? So. And like you said, you, you get one in the secondary. I mean, my God, it's just like niggas is letting them run free out there in the secondary. Like, what the fuck? And I think it's more so a mentality, like you said. Mike, maybe Mike, Mike McCarthy put that mindset on them, like, hey, fellas, we can score these points. Yep. So DBs ain't really want to get up on that line and press no receivers and run for them for 10, 15 seconds. But you have to. You have to run with a wide receiver for 10, 15 seconds, nigga. Like, you have, you have to do that. I don't know what they're doing. There's no way you could just keep being that sorry. No, no. That's no, what no. be my problem. Why they score 30 on you and then next week. The Giants? Come score, on, man. They score more on you. No, I'm just talking about whoever the team is. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> But I was more so shocked with the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. it's like, my nigga, like, no. Y'all won that game. Great. But if you got Andy Dalton in this situation with Mike McCarthy and you got Zeke Elliott, you got CeeDee Lamb, you got Gallup, there's no excuses why, okay, Dallas could put up. Yeah, Dallas could put up 35 a game. Okay, why the fuck are we giving up 36? <laughs> Mike, you should have, you should be in the defensive coaches meeting. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> now, now, cause yeah, cause you should the be head defensive coaches. Job is to coach the whole team. Bingo. The head coach is the CEO. That's what CEO's job is to make sure that people got the tools they need to succeed, not just be an offensive coordinator. If he wants to be an offensive coordinator, then be an offensive coordinator, yeah. Mike. And if y'all win y'all division, we'll see y'all there, man. Man, we probably get rolling. We gonna get our head kicked in. I don't believe in nothing. I don't believe in nothing <laughs> with Dallas. Nothing with Dallas. I like Andy Dalton. I think we'll go on a series. I put y'all to go to Super Bowl, man. Yeah, you did, I and did. I appreciate that. This but season, that's just for sure. That's just not. If that happens, you know, it wasn't like y'all didn't have it. Y'all definitely had it on paper, like for sure. So. I don't know what we got. Yeah, man. I don't that, know what it's we a got. defense. It's just a defense. Though. I watched Amari Cooper cut a route short. And it, the, you think y'all got the, issues the, on offense? The interception. I'm just saying that it just. Oh, oh, you know what? Here was my one theory towards football though, that I think is true. I think they missed the preseason. I do feel like I that. tell people and I think don't a lot take of teams, the preseason for granted. I think they sacrificed the preseason with the first that. four games of the of the regular season. I mm-hmm. honestly think that. I think certain teams you knew right? now nah, we need it. Yeah, because yeah. there's injuries and things that happen in preseason or happen in regular season. Like that's a major injury, but. That's and, a and the thing is with preseason, you're not time. playing full games. Exactly. So if I can get my starters in for three series, yeah. cool. Get my feet but wet. Get the f- yeah. Get your you feet can't wet. take preseason for granted, man. No. I was never against getting rid of preseason. No. Never. It's not a big money generator, but it ain't about the fans. It, it is about the fans, yeah. but but the, bro, the football players in. need preseason. I'm coming in playing 65 snaps off rip. And I'm coming off the street doing that. Exactly. I've been at the house. Exactly. I've been drinking. I've been doing and everything I've been in I ain't practice, supposed to but do. But that ain't full game shit. Yeah, at all. Yeah. And that ain't full game speed or none of that. So, no, nah, I'm with you. 
You know what I mean? I I love my team, but the minute that NFL movement, Zeke a dog, man. Zeke, you know, Zeke a dog. Them dudes, man. Cowboys just gotta come. They gotta come up underneath, man. They I gotta come you. to the top. But until they do it, I can't watch them on Sundays. I ain't gonna lie. I got too much other stuff to do now. Cause they just make my blood pressure go up and down. Y'all know what it's like. Y'all, everybody in here love football. Y'all ain't gonna flip on me when your team on that bullshit. How you feel? Yeah, I, feel <laughs> I bet. I'm tired of Cal- Dallas doing it to me. At least some of y'all got some rings. You done been to the Super Bowl recently. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been in 20 plus years. Got you. I ain't got nothing to talk about no more. I just need one. <laughs> I just need one. Hey, Mo. Yeah. Mo got five of them. No, Mo got six. Okay, yeah, he a Patriots fan. He, he, got even know how to, he doesn't even know how to relate to me. He got six. Hey, I'm still, man. I'm He's still, like, man. what? I'm still, I'm still. The poverty that the Cowboys <laughs> live in and shit. <laughs> hey, Mo, I told you, man, when chill become fans of people teams, man, bad shit happen, man. <laughs> hey, two, two, two became a Patriots fan, and we done had eighteen COVID positive cases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not understanding this, man. I told two to carry that shit on. We done had to close, close all our buildings and all this other stuff. Y'all man. play today, though, right? Yeah, we playing today. Cam play today too. Gilmore back? Um, no, nah, Gilmore not back, but Cam back. How many games Cam miss? One okay, uh, and one. then they canceled one. one. I'm on this camp for MVP train, so I respect it. I'm on the camp for MVP train because I don't want them. Don't don't try to belittle what he got going on because what he doing, he been doing. They would have beat the Chiefs had he played. Yeah, and that, yeah, seeing how that game. <laughs> yeah, went, yeah. yeah. Cam like he the Superman all on them boys. Oh yeah, for sure. You yeah. saw what the Raiders did to them boys, right? Oh, they whoop they whoop the Chiefs. Boy, Raiders put forty on the Chiefs. Man, Raiders ain't got no Chiefs, defense for Chiefs real. Chiefs never really beat us up like that. That's why I was trying to tell people, like, yeah. y'all pay attention to when we play the Chiefs. It's always a close game. Like, yeah. the game, that game fell apart towards the end, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Belichick's one hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. Period. Ain't no if fans bust about it. He's I'll, old ball coach. I'll say this about the Raiders, though. If John Gruden can get that early 2000s mojo back within that organization, there'll be a problem. The Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. Because early 2000s, they was a problem. They just didn't get get it done. Mm-hmm. But if he could get that in the way they playing, they look like they don't fear the Chiefs. And I saw that on Sunday. Yeah. So when they went into the – and they put 40 on them boys yeah. while also playing defense, yeah. like I saw a team that John Gruden finally has a hand on now. Yeah. Like they buying in 100% now. Well, you got to remember, that's what it used to be. Like, yeah. it was the Raiders, <laughs> and they was punking everything. Oh, when I was a kid, I was scared of the Raiders. Yeah. Like, that team had a mojo about them that, okay, like, it wasn't just, okay, they're the Raiders. No, it was, they're the fucking Raiders. Yeah, for sure. And they coming to kill some shit. And they fans is, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. fans going to fight. Yeah, that's a big deal. That Kansas City, that, that right. Yeah, man. The Raiders is. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. I would like to see... Uh, the Raiders return, like you said, the return. Great, you I, would said, like greatness. I would just like to see would a little like balance. I wouldn't mind Dallas being good again. But that would mean Buffalo would be good again. You know what I mean? Things That's like next that. team. No boy playing real good. Yeah, so. But the NFL is in a weird place, too, right now. Like, think about it. Who's who's next after Brady? This year, I mean, we, Mahomes did his thing. But we're talking about, like, the dynasty team. Like, who's the next guys as well, far yeah, as what, QBs? Yeah, I'm interested from 20. No, not the QBs, just oh, the okay. team, franchises. Like, I would say the Bills. You think the Bills are the next franchise? They could be. Of the 2020, the 230s, huh? They the Buffalo be. Bills? They I could would be. never put my money in Buffalo. I mean, I said That's could like be. bad stock. 
He could be. Because what Josh Allen is doing, he's proven himself to be a franchise quarterback. Okay, now you got a defensive-minded guy, yeah. Sean McDermott, who I wanted us to keep. But, you know, coordinators outplay their position. He's doing a great fucking thing up in Buffalo. So I agree. If but. they can get their shit going, they could be that team. Like I'll say they'll be like, I'm not saying they're going to ring off a whole bunch of rings, yeah. but they're going to be there in the discussion. So you like them in the AFC East? For sure. Okay. For sure. Right there with New England. But I like Buffalo, for sure. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I mean, outside of the Chiefs, I mean... I, I mean, it's there, to, it's there to lose, but... I hate to say it. I do like the Cowboys because their talent is young. Yeah, y'all got like, it. I mean, I'm talking about moving forward. Yeah, y'all I, got I, it. I do genuinely hate to say it because <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan. Y'all got it. But, uh, I mean, team-wise, like, building, I think that there's just certain teams. There's certain teams that got pieces that need... To get younger at quarterback, uh, the Saints. Yeah, cause I'm not tired of this Drew Brees shit. Breezer, yeah. All that racism and that shit done caught up to his ass. Yeah, that that arm ain't slinging like how I used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plus your team, man. I don't care what you say. Everybody don't feel that way. Like Bro, when, we don't when, feel your, the same when your team way. come out. Yeah, your team. Everybody yeah. in the locker room. It's just not true. Locker rooms aren't like that. Locker rooms are still individuals. Mm-hmm. But what it is is they just keep the team in mind. And they like, all right, this for the team. But if I get traded, I slap five from this motherfucker. Like, because that's just how they genuinely yeah. feel. But they like, yo, I'm not finna mess my money up on this stupid mm-hmm. stupidity. Stupid shit, yeah. Nah, that's facts. Mm-hmm. You see what the boys doing? Speaking of DC, how them boys doing? Dwayne Haskins. So now they don't bench this man, put him at third string. Yeah. And then Kyle Allen came in, yeah. got benched. Yeah. Alex Smith came in, didn't do shit. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of shit I be seeing, especially with the black. That's why I'm excited about the black quarterback because. The top quarterbacks in the league right now are all black. All of them. And I don't give a fuck who you say. You throwing Brady in there, cool, Aaron is cool. But a lot of these top yeah, mother, Lamar, Cam, Lamar, yeah. Teddy doing his thing. Yeah. Like, Teddy leads the league in completion percentage. And a lot of people are saying he couldn't throw the ball deep. Well, he lead the league in deep passes completed too. So, yeah, man, I'm excited to see a lot, especially more so for Cam. Um, me being a Panther fan and how Cam went out. I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't want to see him get traded. I didn't want to see him go. It is what it is. At the I end got of the, the day. Patriots winning the Super Bowl. It's very doable. <laughs> and very I'm a doable. Cowboy fan. I got the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Because Belichick is going to handle his – but now he has a dynamic guy at quarterback he never had before. He never so had a dual threat. And he these motherfuckers poke. just got to catch the ball up in New England. That's all. Because one thing Belichick is not is stupid. No, he's He not. ain't too proud. That's why I think he's a good coach. He coaches everybody to their strengths. He just don't let you try to bullshit him to what you know you're like. Because if you really, bullshit, you going to the bench. Yeah. And you're going to know you leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like it. You got to go. You got to go. Because it ain't about you. That's what I really like about that Belichick. team. It yeah. ain't about none of y'all. It's about this Patriots even and with organization. That, he allows, and a lot of people thought he wouldn't let Cam be who he is, even personality. He never ships you of your personality. He His thing is if you bullshit, he know you gotta go. That's how you know Cam's yeah. a baller. That's like that's exactly. when you find out because he not. I couldn't see. Well, I gotta play for the Patriots. No, Chad Ocho Cinco was still himself. Mm-hmm. Then nobody changed Chad Johnson when he was hooping. He was doing his thing. But once he started hit the slums and oh okay, you go. it's a wrap. Yeah, Belichick or Belichick will let you be yourself. You just better really be that. Exactly, because he was a vi- he was vicious. What's real crazy was the years y'all didn't get rings with with Moss. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. That's crazy. Damn it. That's like the the 2011 championship. Goddamn, with, with the Heat, with Braun. That's how I compare that to. You got Randy Moss and Tom Brady together. I mean, that shit was pitch and catch. catch. That's all it was. <laughs> that year was pitch and catch. And you can't put no defense inside that bitch. 
They was in covers 12s. It was a prevent <laughs> defense. Randy Moss was still taking it to the house on them boys. Yeah, you got Wes Welker and it was nasty. Come on, it man. Was nasty. Yeah, it was Come nasty. on, man. So yeah, man, it's been it's been good to have you back on the show, man. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate y'all having me up. Appreciate sure, y'all man. having me. Looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Looking forward you got to any this. Shout outs, man. Oh, for sure. Family. Uh Cuba. Shout out to the family, Cuba. Shout out to the squad, Ave. Shout out to my family, wifey, the kids. Shout out to We're Just the Messages Podcast, Do Work Media, having a boy up here. Appreciate you, man. Uh, let me see. Shout out to Guild Talent Agency. Shout out to Paul Mitchell. Uh, shout out to Charleston. It all it all was birthed here. I always say that every time I come. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Charleston, the city, North Charleston. Everywhere Charleston is love. And uh, I'll be seeing y'all more soon. We're going to be doing some more things. So Got you. For sure. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the listeners as usual, man. Supporting. Side Clown, iTunes, YouTube. Y'all know what they hit us at. Y'all know what's up. Always, yeah, man. Mo, you got any shout outs? Nah, man, I'm good, man. Like you say, shout out to all the listeners, all the supporters still rocking with us and whatnot. You know, shout out to you, of course, you know, the home team of Do Work Media. Shout out, of course, JT and, uh, you know, the PFS family. Squad, you know squad. What I'm We're going to keep it rocking like that, man. I like it, I like it. So, you know, like we say every episode, man, we hear anything on here that gets you in your feelings, always remember. We're just messages. We out. <laughs>